It's Solving the World, episode six here. We're back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus, I'd almost want to say. Uh, yeah, about a week. At the, that was our beautiful, uncopyrighted version of shipping off to Boston. Yeah, we can just say it. Shipping off to yeah, Boston. Shipping off to, shipping off to Boston. Yeah, this is... Uh, about we as hope close you enjoyed this Irish... Uh, Music, perhaps a, a premonition of what we're going to be talking about on this yeah. episode. Oh, we got Declan, producer. That's pretty Irish. Yeah, you know, he's, so I mean, he's very Irish. I theme. remember uh, he was announced as an Irish boxer last year. Oh yeah, on this on the station. Declan, uh, <laughs> as a, I mean, Declan, Declan Condon. That is pretty Irish. Declan, go get the milk from the goats. <laughs> Declan, I'm going to uh, cut off my hands my if you don't son, leave me alone. Yeah. You guys watch that movie? Yeah, no. Be- Banshees of in- Inisherin. Yeah, in- 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 masterpiece. I'm Good not movie. a cultured person. Anyways, welcome back t- to <laughs> Solving the World with Jonathan Hamilton and Joel Butcher. Producer, Declan Condon. We're back after uh, our spring break hiatus. Obviously, we did release you know, an episode we did. over spring break. So we did. Professional. We did not record over spring break. Yeah. But uh, when you first hear this, it'll be a day before opening day. We'll get into MLB opening day for those who are not uh, into the sports world. Um, and for those of you thinking... uh. I don't know that much about baseball. I what? I, what am I gonna know from this? Neither do I. So we are in the same boat, listeners that may not be as what's the word I'm looking baseball aware connoisseurs. Yeah, I. Well, I was gonna say I have played. I guess we this be decent, or we can talk about this later. But yeah, we'll I also. But yeah, basically, I don't know a ton about baseball either. So I'm gonna be asking John some questions. He's our local baseball oracle around here i will so I, think, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will take you yeah. guys along for the ride but first joel there's but a first there's a question on my mind i have to ask it because it's just it's bugging at me joel what? what's popping Ooh, i'm so glad you asked uh well as you mentioned we got you know spring break i think that was uh you know a big topic of discussion, discussion yeah. uh amongst us when we were just kind of talking pre-show but yeah i mean i went out to visit my brother in los angeles it was awesome um my friends like a bunch of group i was like by myself my friends all went to florida but i didn't want it was a whole thing i didn't want to buy a passport thought we were going out of the country so went ahead booked that trip then they to my surprise ended up figuring something out so that's our I went ahead and visited some family but yeah it was great we went to the comedy store we went to the whiskey a go-go went to the new Godfather exhibit at the Academy Museum. Ah. Now that was your daughter's awesome. wedding day. Oh my goodness. What did they have at the museum? Day and my they had like his mouthpiece that he like Brando's like oh, mouthpiece whoa. that he wore. They had like oh, wow. uh, Coppola's notes, like handwritten notes. Like yeah. fr- they had like the book, The Godfather by uh oh I forget the author's name like that wrote the yeah, original right. book. But like his like Coppola's like handwritten notes in the book, like That's crazy. how he wanted it to be like in the scene, like in the movie, like I forget what scene it was, but it was like these notes and it was just like blood, lots of blood. It's gotta be lots of blood. <laughs> just like huge letters. And I was like, this is so dope. That movie like, is now 51 years old, by the way. Like, that's, that's crazy, crazy, dude. It still holds up. Uh, oh one, my God. It's one of the, the all time greats. It's the best movie ever made. Yeah. I think like, yeah. it's, it's one of the I'd movies. seen it, it. And I think like a lot of the great movies are like this. Like every single time you watch them, it's different. Like you pick up on new stuff. Or uh, yeah, like you notice something you didn't before, uh, or like you've just grown older in life. And but I watched that. Me and my friends sat down and watched it. Like and all paid attention, 
like weren't on our phones, like really gave it the old college try. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, without a doubt, this is the best movie ever made. Yeah, it's no, so it, good. It, it's so good. And like, and then, and then getting to see all that stuff like that went into it. it LA is a cool place. Like, it's hectic, but I, I like it. It's dope. Uh, yeah. I could, see, I could live there one day. I think maybe, yeah. who knows? Hopefully. But so yeah, I did that comedy store. I mean, dude, talk about like life changing experience. Mm-hmm. Like I've never, like comedy is one of my favorite things ever. Uh, it's what I'd love to do someday, but like, I've never been to see, like, I've gone to plenty of football games, like NFL games, college games, been to some MLB games, like went and saw Metallica, been to a few concerts, Harry Styles twice, no big deal, Madison Square Garden, word up, uh, (laughs) but yeah, talk about some, really? Yeah. Thanks. He's talented, man. I I don't don't mind him. Like, you know. Dude, he's oh, great. I, he I, can put on a show. I dude. bet. I'd be he lying like, if I didn't say I've listened to uh, some watermelon sugar. Oh, it's great. I'd be <laughs> lying to you. It's great stuff. Generational talent. Mm, it's like definitely. one of those things that I'm glad I got. Like, that's whether, cool. You saw him yeah. twice too. Like, yeah, I saw him in cool. Philly, and then yeah, my girlfriend and I went, went and saw him again. My girlfriend Carly, she got on me. She wants. She's like, you never say my name. She wants the, the name drop. Yeah, she wants the name drop. Hello, Carly. I said, Happy I'm gonna, listening. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll state your full name, social security number, and address, and then everybody will know <laughs> right where to find you. <laughs> That's always <laughs> a good thing to do. But yeah, yeah the comedy store is like a lineup. So like, the, they advertise it like three. They'll put like three comics names out. Like the three ones that it was like Greg Fitzsimmons, Anthony Jeselnik, and then I forget the other. Name it might have been just those two, but was it Tim Dillon. So they, no, he wasn't on the bill. He he performed. Though that's what I was saying. I was gonna get to like, it was probably like eight or nine comedians, something like that, or maybe six or. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a good amount, like for sure. It was. It lasted like three hours, and they all did probably like fifteen minutes. I would say, mm. but yeah, like Jeselnik, Greg Fitzsimmons, Steph Tolov, uh, Tim Dillon. Like you said, I mean that was. Dude, because he, he came into Morgantown. Or we were talking about that. He came to Morgantown like a couple months ago or last year. Tim Dillon? Yeah. Tim when? Dillon. Oh, yeah, like sorry. last year, I think, sometime. I can't remember. Or maybe it was over the summer. That's crazy. I think it was, like huh. August maybe. But I never got tickets. I forgot to get them. And I was like, oh, I'm like, damn. Like, Do you know I where, where he like where he played at down here? Played at? Uh, the Met. Met oh. uh, like wow. High Street. Wow. Yeah. It's where I saw Tiny Meat Gang. So actually, okay, uh, that <laughs> yeah. came too. That's technically really? like stand-up comedy, I guess. But Definitely. that was more of like a show. Yeah, they, they, was they more came like to Morgantown. Like, yeah, dang, dude. Yeah, I saw them. I wonder what Cody Co thought of Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, dude, terrible crowd. Things you never terrible crowd. Like making just they, it was like when Horns Down was like more on the decline. Right. It was like just kind of start like my freshman year, like first year of Neil Brown. So like Horns Down was kind of the more like. Dana like Will Greer type era right and s- like and it just got annoying but like people kept doing it all at the show and it was like well, dude like horns st- down <laughs> two days ago they they lost for real hey, yeah out of the final four I thought that was yesterday was that not uh no oh, yeah, wait was it yesterday today's Monday I can't keep track of yeah. time anymore they they lost to Miami a day or two ago uh but yeah shout out to the Longhorns big upset big choke yeah that's yeah, talking about I spring break. It's a I never big watched upset, but it was an upset. Like, well, yeah. But, uh, I like have not really been watching any. I watched like some at Spage the yeah. other night. That Saturday night, yeah. I watched a little bit, and I've been watching like a little bit. My roommates like when they have it on TV, but I don't know. I've been Basketball, watching like once the Mountaineers were out, I was like, yeah. I've been watching a ton of March Madness. Like it's been my life. Uh, I've watched pretty much every game. Uh, yeah, I had every single game. Yesterday, I did the the game. You're on U92. 
if this gets onto U92, which I don't know if we will because we're we, bad. We have a we're reputa- explicit. We have, we have a reputation. Yeah, but um, We're known as the bad boys of radio yeah. or podcasting. <laughs> bad or whatever. boys of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Bad um, boys for life. I've been watching a lot of that. It's been fun. Uh, it's definitely a unique group of teams this year. But back to spring break. Oh, yeah, but then. Um, do you have anything else for your spring break? Uh, went to the Whiskey a Go-Go. That was pretty sweet. Uh, sound. They need me on the board there, though. Their sound equipment kept messing up. One guy stormed off stage after like three songs. It was pretty funny. I I got it on video, but Damn. he was like, uh, like he kept like complaining, like like squealing and stuff. And then like literally mm. the next song they play, he's like, "We're gonna do one more song, and then like we're effing out of here, man. Like this is bullshit. Like I've been doing this for over a decade. Like going <laughs> off, and like." Damn. I looked him up. Like his dad said, his dad played guitar with like Sammy Hagar and like a couple other like notable wow. guys. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty big time. But yeah, he was not happy. Pretty and then like th- of course the last song, like they just kept sounding like so bad. Like this, not like the band, like the sound. Like you could right. really tell. Like now that I was looking for it, I was like, Ey. but yeah, he stormed off. And then Satan, mm. the the headliner. The headliner. <laughs> But yeah, that was pretty sweet. Just, I mean, <laughs> I kept telling. It started at six o'clock. I kept telling my brother, I was like, "Yeah, like the other bands, like probably aren't gonna go on for a while. Like we don't have to go right at six. And he's like, "Oh, he like kept rushing me like out the door, or whatever." We get there at like six thirty, and the itinerary is like on the outside, and it says it's like Satan going on eleven thirty. He's oh. like, "They don't go on till <laughs> yeah." <laughs> and so. Then w- but hours. with all like the sound, no, with all like the sound and every like difficulties and everything, they didn't end up going on till like midnight, mm. or, like almost twelve thirty. Oh boy! And so like, but the the band that went right before them called Night Demon, highly recommend. Go check them out, oh, like sure. videos. But they completely blew them out of the water. So by the time they came on, I, and like the sound was still like messing up for them, I was like, all right, we saw two songs and dipped. But yeah, yeah I went to saw went. This place called Zombie Joe's, Zombie uh, Joe's, where some apparently pretty crazy stuff happens. Oh, yeah. uh, some definitely non-FCC type stuff, but uh, like, <laughs> just like one of those like, uh, I don't, can you even say that? But like, uh, like a freak show type thing. Like not like yeah, you that's know, fun. But like, in terms of like, it's like just actors and stuff, but they're just trying to freak you out, like trying to like shock uh, value type okay, stuff. Okay. Not like that's you crazy. know, okay. Wait, what like was it making called? fun of anybody. Zombie Joe's. Hmm. So like, but scare kind of thing or nah. Sort of, fright, but like fright scare. It's I more know. just like you don't know what you're getting it. Like oh. sometimes it's pretty extreme. Like I hear like Halloween. They kept talking about Halloween. They went crazy. Hmm. Uh, but the so the show we saw was pretty tame. Like it's hmm. more of like yeah. a performance. But sure. yeah. uh, yeah. And then last day I had to do homework. So that that's was always, awesome. That's always awesome. Then had a flight at 5 a.m. Stayed up. That's a red eye. Yeah, th- that's how I cap off my spring break. Stayed up all night. Like got to the airport at around three, three thirty. Uh, slept on the first flight that was like six hours, maybe. Mm. Slept most of that, but then like I was still pretty jet lagged from that. I think that was the complete wrong way to go about it, because then I was sleeping like my night's worth of sleep during the day. Mm. Like I went to bed at like I don't know, like n- eight nine a.m. East Coast time. Oh yeah, you were probably <laughs> yeah. really jet lagged. Well, then I missed. I like was have been so tired in the mornings all all this last week and this week. Mm. Slept through a presentation. Oh. I got back. That's so that was always awesome. fun, isn't it? That was really awesome. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Professor Bravo. He's gonna let me. Re- he's gonna let me present my part for points. But yeah, that's that awesome. was not fun. No, <laughs> absolutely but not. But yeah, that's that's about 
how about cast mine off? But I I know yours kind of lends over to this topic today. I uh I was I went nine hundred seventy one point one miles south Ooh, to Orlando, Florida. Did you count? I looked each up one as the you distance went? from Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pennsylvania to Orlando, Florida, and that's the uh, sum that we came up with there. Um, yeah, I, I went to. Went to Florida for break. I went kind of in the opposite direction of Joel. How's the flight? Flight was good. It was a couple kids? hours. Any pukers? Uh, there was a kid. He um, he was a little pain, but mm. I had my you know sound noise canceling. Oh, that's that's key. You gotta so you know you gotta be prepared. I think I watched some TV because Southwest. You know, they, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but Southwest uh, they're good with the TV. You know, you can go on their website, watch some television. Movies, I just always you know. download a bunch. Like I download a bunch yeah. of movies. I watched Burn after reading and Licorice Pizza at Declan's recommendation on the thing, flight there. The thing that's the only thing that sucks about um, planes is like your music. If you don't download it like completely, yeah, it doesn't work. So like I only could listen to songs I had completely downloaded. And a couple Which is of those, like old. Yeah, I was like twelve the last. Yeah, time. <laughs> really downloaded. Like stuff you bought. Like when you yeah. start to like go to like. Mom, can I have an iTunes card, please? 129 for one song. Yeah, no, it w- but that. So I flew down to Florida. We went to three different places. We went to Cocoa Beach, Ooh, Cocoa uh, Beach. which is a really cool name. Like that's it, a, is, it just a, it really rolls such a off. Cool name. Yeah, Cocoa Beach. Sounds like a Mario. That like, CCB map. really it sounds like a Mario Cocoa map. Don't you think? It Cocoa does Beach, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah. Like one of those songs. Oh no! And then beep beep beep. There you go. Got the whole, Perfect nine, impression. Got the whole nine yards here of Mario The listeners Kart. probably like, wait, am I playing Mario Kart? Like, whoa. They probably started panicking. <laughs> yeah, the, the fans here. I uh, need to press A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I went to uh, there. I went to Cocoa Beach. We went to the Kennedy Space Center. And um, I went with my friend Jackson, who, if you're listening, shout out to you, Jackson. He's like all in. He's into all the, shout like, out Jackson. He's into all the engineering stuff. So uh, he's he's, he's kind of definitely a good person to have for yeah something like that. He's the big brain. He and his dad are like into that stuff, and I was just uh, I was just there, and I was just like, like what is this <laughs> stuff? Like it's so hard to fathom. Like, but it was really cool to see all the the the, the rockets and learn about the history of it. And definitely how get we, more of like an appreciation for that yeah, type of stuff. Absolutely, as I get older. Absolutely, you know, you go you you learn about this, and you're like, wow, like it really is so hard to like build rockets oh. and stuff. Like how much well, how much time and money and people go into it? And it's like I think when you're a kid, especially when you go to that like, and you still have like that idea of like, oh, adults are adults, or like, right. like oh, like a rocket scientist, like it's just that's what he does. It's like com- they send people to space it's and they build rockets. But then like when you actually think about like, I feel like when you're in college and like you start to know people in those fields or like do it yourself or whatever you and really consider you're like this is like wild <laughs> insane yeah you really get that perspective you're like no nah, this is like real people you have to be one of the smartest <laughs> yeah. people in the world to do this stuff and and you realize that and you realize you know it, it, when you're a little kid as you said joel it's like you know f- firefighter police officer astronaut it's like those three like i want to be like, one of those three it's not know? as impressive because you're like yeah that's what they do that's their yeah, job like exactly. they're smart guys like yeah but then when you get older you're like wow <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to be this when I was six years old, <laughs> and, and, and now it's unfathomable. I can't, like e- I, can't, I can't even do statistics homework. And, and then you got these guys, you know, calculating this like atmospherical, you know, tendencies and all that stuff. If that makes any sense at all, I'm gonna oh, be no. made fun of by STEM people here. But, <laughs> um, dude, what? Uh, no, uh, you sound like a dumb frat, bro. I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I just realized that. Yeah. 
Bro, why are you talking about my asymptote like that? <laughs> it's not <laughs> even do horizontal. You even do non-Euclidean geometry, bro. Dude, like, what? come on. <laughs> like, like, I'm literally in Calc 65. So. Calc 65. <laughs> Yo, me and the me and the brothers, we were doing our we were doing our homework, and my lord, bro, like, bro, <laughs> there's like, this there's Saturday. this rocket that just walked in, bro, and like, I was like, damn, I gotta do my homework, bro. Rock. Yeah, yeah, Saturday, me and the boys got little Liddy did a little. <laughs> Kalki homeworky. Kalki did a little Kalki. Yeah, a little broski. We have some broskies, right? We have to keep it loose, right? Keep it loose. <laughs> engineering. No, lose bros. a couple brain cells. <laughs> That'd be a good segment. Engineering bros. Yeah, engineering that bros. Recap like like our weekend. Should be a bit. That should be a bit. Yeah, be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, That's put good. that one in the in the. Bro. What do you call it? Anyways, back to my wonderful time in Florida. Yeah. Let's see, Jonathan. Yes, please tell us. No, so then we went from <laughs> the liberal elite would uh, want you to believe that Jonathan Hampton did not have a good time on vacation, when in fact that's just not the case. <laughs> you know, uh, hypothetically, the liberal media will tell you that I didn't have a good time on vacation. But if you look at the statistics and the evidence. And the evidence. <laughs> well, hypothetically, you look at the asinine <laughs> of this and you realize, wow, the, the, uh, Jonathan had a great time on vacation. Uh, and, and they'll tell you that he didn't, but it's really true that he did. Um, all right, how many more tangents do we get? And those voices could be anybody. Yeah, your voices. About. Oh, yeah. It could be. <laughs> yeah, get back. Please. Voices in my Please. head, right? Um, so, anyways, we went from Cocoa Beach and wherever the heck the space, uh, the Kennedy Space Center is. It is a specific town. It's like on an island. It's a and Cape. Cape Canaveral? Cape Canaveral. It's around yeah. there. It's around there. Yeah. It's around Look there. Look at me. Look at that, huh? So then we went from there, Cape Canaveral, to Clearwater, which is beautiful. Well, a little I mean, touristy. The name. A little touristy, but still beautiful not, nonetheless. Is the water clear? It's the. Uh, it was moderately clear. All right. Yeah, I'll take it. Clear. But it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Moderately clear water. Well, anything no, compared no. to Myrtle Beach is going to be clear. Uh, Myrtle so. Beach. That, that, those are my water. usual stomping grounds. Yeah. Beach. Myrtle Beach is. Uh, I think we talked about that. We talked about that before one episode, I think. But right? I think I we did. Know. I think we dabbled in Myrtle Beach a little bit. But uh, my dad used to go there a lot to golf. Um, I, I hear the courses are good. It's just the town yeah, can be a bit, golfing, a bit tacky. Is that the right word? Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. like it's great for like a kid. Not mainly when I went because they have like because you know kids like they only want to be on the beach so much. And then you're like, okay, I'm bored. I have a two-hour uh, time limit on the beach as yeah. well. Like maybe three on some days. On, on, no, you know, now but, more but. often I can chill for like five, six hours. That's but a lot. As a kid, like. Yeah, but they have like all like the mini golf and the go karts and shopping and sure. restaurants and all that type of stuff. Yeah, but well, tackiness doesn't matter when you're younger. It's when you get yeah. older and you're like, you know, this is uh, you just want an actual vacation. Right. So, anyways, when you're a kid, your life is vacation. It is. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I always think summer vacation was a nine hundred something days long. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have any concept of time. Oh yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like oh my god, summer vacation is like the whole year and it's school and then back to summer summer. vacation. It's great. But uh, anyways, we went to Clearwater. We had dinner with uh, my friend's uh, – his sister was with – was in Florida at the same time, but with a different family. So we met and had dinner on the on the water. Really Ooh. nice. Really nice little place. Um, <laughs> really nice. sound like my dad. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really nice, really Real nice, nice little place. Really nice little place. Uh, yeah. Yeah, listen, you know. A little hidden, little hidden jam. A little hidden jam. Little diamond in the rough. We got to do like a dad segment too. I feel like, well, you know, uh, I fired up the grill the other day. Looks like we got here right at the right time, man. Eh? Yeah, listen, they make the money off the parking, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's all like, about the parking. You know what the parking? Listen, you get here early, you sit. You know, it's it's all about hurrying up and it's waiting. It's all about <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know. That's what it is. Flights at seven p.m. Look at that line <laughs> at the door at six a.m. Okay. Seven p.m. flight. Yeah, <laughs> got to leave five six hours early for a flight. Dude, those lines. I'll get you. Listen, TSA is a pain in the ass, right? Mm-hmm. 
You want to get there early? You don't want to have to worry, okay? You have your bags packed. You want to be in line <laughs> butt naked. Okay? You better be butt well, naked by the time you get to the front of that line. <laughs> you don't want any questionable doubt about whether you are good to go. That alarm goes off at 6 a.m.? You're up, okay? Or else <laughs> we're leaving without you. You're staying home for the for the break. Got it? Kay? Sorry. Yeah. I feel like every time I've traveled solo, it's taken me like 15 minutes to get. Oh, I did. It was just so. Yeah. It was it's so. It could have been better. You show up going like 10 by myself for your flight. And you yeah, take you're off, good you're, to you're go. Belt, like, you're good. Yeah, you walk exactly. through. You're I was like, you're good. Yeah. I was like All a little right. bit nervous, like flying by myself for the first time. Well, that, that was your first time. Yeah, I'd never done it. Same with me. It's fun, isn't it? Oh, it was so much better. Like, no offense to the people I've flown with, it was great. It's so sick. I just being by yourself. Important, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. You like feel like I'm a big businessman, especially like when I was flying to, like when I was flying to LA, like. I know, like, usually the outfit's pretty, like, I know, guys, like, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. a fashion god. But, yeah. I, you know, I had to turn it up a little bit. Because you're going to L.A. But, like, I'm like, you know, some of these people are probably, th- you know, maybe they think I'm, like, an influencer or, like, a yeah, TikTok. Like <laughs> some, probably, some, yeah. probably think I, like, know Charlie D'Amelio or something. Yeah, something like oh, that. That's crazy. Uh, I have a funny story about Charlie D'Amelio. Did you uh, see her at dinner? Oh, oh, listen to me. One of my good friends from back home, Connor. Oh, wait, because she's from yes. Connecticut, right? Listen to me. So, Ooh. Okay. So here's here's the story. Here's the story. Charlie D'Amelio's from Connecticut, right? And it's, you know, Connecticut's a small state, so everyone's close to each other, right? So huh. my friend Connor, he yeah. uh, there was a Charlie D'Amelio meet and greet, right? <laughs> so he embarked on a little journey down to like Norwalk, which is like down the, which is like down the. Uh, you all right? I'm good. Okay. Um, <laughs> So he, he went down to Norwalk to meet Charlie, and he had an intention. Norwalk, Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Yes. Had an intention of asking her to our school's ball, right? Ooh. Is this this is pre-fame, I'm assuming? This right? is p- p- developing during, fame. During fame. During fame. Like, not peak, but Well, because like she, was, she was like freshman in high school, right, when she like first kind of popped off? She was like 15. I think so, yeah. <laughs> popped <Right> off. <laughs> popped off. Well, I mean, what else do you call it? <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny hearing Anyways, you say that. So That's what the kids call it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the... Uh, to the meet and greet and he brings a sign and he's got two of his friends he's like will you go to ball with me and then she's like uh sure so so, so okay so they're like talking so like his mom and her mom are like talking now setting this up like it's like you know Heidi D'Amelio the mom can I see what this kid looks like uh I can show you his Instagram okay sure yeah. continue though I'm um, yeah, what's his full name again <laughs> <laughs> his name's Connor I'm not gonna reveal his name on Kind of, we know the airwaves here. I don't think he'd care, but um, his name's Connor. Well, because we uh, know Charlie's a big fan, she might want to reconnect. She loves, she loves solving the world. Uh, She loves, she's gonna be definitely listening. Uh, Here's the picture. She's a fan of John. Well, here's the video of him asking her. Oh, is she? This is interesting. I hate the dead air. Huh. Yeah, great podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there he is. There, there she is. is. He puts the sign up, and he's like, you know, will you go to bother me? He's like, sure. Fast forward. Soon um, we'll be on YouTube. Oh, he's even got, like, the D in, ch- like, Charlie. He gained, like, do ball. Like, what? thousands of followers. Because she post. I think she posted about Did they go it. to ball together? Yes. But like so the the D school? the yes, D and do is like the little TikTok symbol. She came to ball with him. Yes. I didn't and go to that ball. Fucking that is crazy. And uh, 23 minutes. Uh, <laughs> we got 23 hey, listen, minutes, without well, I swear. We're, we got a good, uh, so we, this is a good episode. We're going to talk a long time for this episode. She, you know came, she came. Yeah, we might go two hours here. We might she, go two hours. She came. Uh, she went to our ball. I didn't go. That's another story for another time. Um, but 
Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's she crazy. She went to our school's ball. Like, I don't know how many other, like, school events she went to. I, I felt pretty honored that she went to our little school, which has, like, 300 people, 400 people. Did anything happen? Uh, <laughs> you have to ask Connor. Dude, yeah, they but, said uh, she was, like, doing lines and stuff in the bathroom. <laughs> like, dude, like well, trying to spike the drinks. Yeah, so, yeah. I think she went on, like, Portnoy after the when it happened, and she was apparently, like, kids in our grade were taking pictures of her in the bathroom and stuff. Whoa. Ooh, that's okay, crazy. can't be doing yeah, that. Yeah, right, can't be right. doing that. So, uh, I, you know, I don't know who, and that's that's great. But, uh, no, but seriously, like she came to our ball, and Dixie went with his, Connor's friend. So she went to... What? Whoa. Yeah. She got a package deal? Or he got a package deal? Yes, yes. So Dixie went with... That's uh, ridiculous, You dude. get the D'Amelio sisters yeah, in yeah. one yeah. ball? Is that what you call so, it? So is they is both this, went. Wait, it what, surprised what me that they like were like, yeah, like they were just so quick to say yes. Well, I figured, I don't know, they could probably take a night off from their... But she's like older, right? How Dixie is like my age and Dec- Declan and I's age. Right? Oh, so she's I'm older grade. than her. Yeah. Yes. I think, Shh, washed. Yeah, that, I think she was in our grade. Is this your homie? That's him. Yep. You can find him online. Yep. Just look up Charlie D'Amelio Ball. Yep. <laughs> We're interested. It's the first big Turn safe search on, though, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> no, but they, they went, and I guess it was a fun time. And uh, I'll have to tell them to listen to this podcast and be like, hey. <laughs> hey, we shouted you out, bud. Um, i have to tell Charlie. I'll have to get back to her. I mean, she's been flooding the DMs <laughs> trying yeah. to get a feature. Like, yeah. Charlie, um, we're not making a TikTok episode. We're not doing it. Yeah, we're not doing Honestly, it. Honestly, though, that actually makes me like her a lot more because I didn't like her at all. But, like, that makes me like that's like a humble move, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a nice thing. And, like, you know, he's like one of my good friends. Like, he's not just like, you know, he's like one of my good friends. That's so sweet. Pretty cool. You know, yeah, that. did she like. He, yo, he looks sick. He looks so yeah, sick at the like ball. That. He yeah, looks he so did sick. Dude. Yeah. Um, did, but did, yeah, did she like? Did they go to the after party or anything? Or like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, that, uh, that's not. Uh, think so. Lame. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, that's the, mad lame. Well, actually, listen, if Connor came to Morgantown, I'd have him tell the whole story. But I, I, right, I, I right. don't know if he's becoming a Morgantown. We gotta get Connor um, on. Um, <laughs> we gotta get Connor on. I kind of get that though, because she can't like. There's no well, point just think of about her. how like uh, look at the security concerns of that. Yeah, she like, won't be able to do anything. Like, what, like, you're they're all like, gonna be drinking like, or big whatever. Six foot five security guards just standing in the, like someone. They have security guards. I'm sure they I probably do. They now I'm assuming. Some sort of presence. They might. Not. I, I like I said, Connor probably knows more than I do, but I assume they had some sort of presence. Um, That's pretty crazy. I know. A, real quick, how did they get famous? Like, isn't their dad super rich or something? He is. I mean, it was TikTok. He ran mainly. for politics. He was a politician in Connecticut, I think. Um, let's see. What's his name? Did you like know of them before they were famous? Nah. Or like the dad at least? No, I'd never heard of the dad. Oh. Um, I'd ne- I'd never really heard of Charlie until Connor asked her out to ball and oh. talked about how he like he like posted. That's like, oh, such a I weird like, like introduction. Like yeah, yeah, that's such yeah, a unique yeah. introduction. And then all of a sudden, yeah. she's like the number one TikToker in the world. I'm like, she's from Connecticut, and she's like. Like, like I don't know the I most don't know. popular yeah. usually, influencer like, in the world. Like, yeah. Usually you like watch movies and you're like, oh, that actress. You know, like yeah. you know about somebody just off of something like that's like, crazy. Like, Jennifer Garner, she's from West Virginia. She yeah. went to G Dub. I really? know her from Capital. Yeah, uh, a couple oh. of my friends went there. <laughs> Capital. That's what uh, I know her from. Capital Boop. <laughs> yeah, but no, but it's just weird that like Capital Boop. She's like probably one of the most popular celebrities in the world. Oh yeah, easily. And she was in America. I wouldn't say the world. I think she's uh, up there. TikTok is she's up true. There. TikTok global, is big. even though it might be TikTok. We might be leaving this that's country, what, but yeah. that's another time for another topic for another time. Let me try English. It's a great language. Why can't I speak? Oh yeah, English? what are we at? Like thirty minutes for opening segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking this is a two-hour episode. Uh, yeah, definitely. That. I think hour and a half. Hour and a half. But, or De- Declan, do you your spring break? Uh, you got anything crazy? I just watched. I stayed here and watched movies like all week. 
Sounds like a pretty good break. It was actually pretty lie. sweet. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. What was uh, like any like life changing ones? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, let's yeah, see. I I watched this movie for the second time. I've seen it three times now. Uh, uh, Mid '90s Jonah Hill's directorial yeah, debut. Great, awesome and then, movie. <laughs> and I then I watched Jonah Bone, Hill's been in the news lately. I watched Bones and All. Bones and All. Oh, I meant to say though, dude, terrible. I saw the store where Mid '90s was filmed. My brother really? and I drove by it. Yeah. That's crazy. He'll, yeah, he'll Motors? just be doing like. Uh, it's something like completely different. Yeah. Uh, sadly, but you know what I just realized? We went from spring break to Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> How did we get there? But that was interesting. Like I think that was good. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, definitely. We gotta have that kid on. Yeah. We, I'll, I'll talk that'd to be him. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, see if he can get down to Morgantown. He runs a business, so he's a pretty busy kid. Dang. What does but he run? He's uh. He does like a uh, car detailing service. Oh, he should sponsor. Dude, this guy's a go getter. Sponsor. This, you're gonna yo, make imagine sure the, you know, imagine the yeah. Nembies we'd get. Dude, totally. If Stay we, friends with that clips. guy. That's oh, the guy oh, you're gonna want to keep close. I love him. He's a great kid. Nice kid. He's fearless. You know. I like oh, him too. And he's, dude. That's the small success. He's that's probably propelled him. He's gonna be the next Jeff Bezos. I, he might be. Yeah, he's, got, he's got I a bet good that was drive. Such a win for him. Like, but dude, he's like, all right, I, if I can do this, yeah, if I can do this, I can probably. He's got do a good anything. drive for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to him. Well, maybe we'll have him on. That could be a next guest. Uh, I don't. I don't cool. know how we're gonna get him down to Morgantown, but uh, we'll see. Zoom. Um, let's put a bow on my spring break. I went to Universal. Fun time. Uh, rode some rides. Uh, went to spring training. Uh, yeah. Which is will segue us into finally into. Uh, the main segment of this episode, as we hit the almost thirty minute mark yeah, here. Wow, this is a oh record well. for what's popping. Hey, it's been like you said, we had a hiatus, so we got to you know recap. Yeah, we yeah, talk yeah, recap. Yeah, it's fine. So, anyways, okay, I went to spring training. You know, obviously the game did not matter very much. It's spring training, but it was the Pirates and Blue Jays. That's the local team, the Pirates. So that was interesting, and uh, hopefully I'll be going to opening day. Home opener for the Pirates. That'll be sweet. You said that was um, next week versus the Cubs. Yeah, the, 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 the White Sox. White. Yeah. So you're at the right Sox, city. White Sox. Um, yeah. Close yeah. But let's sort of segue here into our main topic, which is baseball. Home opening or opening day. Um, we got 30 teams, 15 games, one action-packed Thursday. Day. Afternoon. Into Af- yeah, afternoon in actually the last game specifically one PM to ten PM. Correct. Uh well it's actually one to one to one because the uh, I'm sure the Mariners yeah, definitely. game will probably go into close to one o'clock. But but the new rules. We should talk about the new actually, rules. Actually, yeah, yeah. There's some definitely some good ones. I've seen, I like three the three big new rules. Have you seen the new commercials they've been doing for yes, them? Yes, they've been I love them. Really rolling them out. The MLB trying to improve their marketing. It's been horrible. For like uh, ever, a lot of things. Now they're the trying. I'll give them credit. They're trying. They got a long way to go, but they're trying. But there's three new rules coming up here. Actually, that's something interesting. I want I want to run these by you because I get this question in a lot of my classes. Is like if you were in charge, sport management major by the way, for those unaware. But <laughs> like, is if you were in charge of like a sport organization or league, or yeah, league specifically, like what changes would you make like to help them? Uh, like grow as a league or like stay like in the prominent eye or whatever you want to call it. And like my biggest things I think for baseball, number one, especially like stop with the BS, like rushing dudes to first after a home run or like getting players off the field after they crowd at home. Oh, sure. Let then like let pitchers chirp at each other. 
let batters chirp back at like pitchers, like not fighting. Like I'm not saying you got to. I mean, that'd be sweet if you could do like hockey and just let it happen. Well, baseball fights, if it weren't for hockey, would be the best fights. Yeah, sports, absolutely. I think. I think the only reason I think they are is because. Like hockey fights, definitely more brutal. Definitely more like one on one. Baseball more fights a, is everyone. But exactly, that's what I was gonna say. Is a baseball fight is a guarantee you're gonna see the entire benches out there, and maybe and if it gets and bad the enough, the bullpen does yeah. that nonchalant little like we don't want to get in this, but they, we're gonna or they pretend. jog out. Yeah, and then, and then it's like I remember one time I think it was the Pirates and Reds, and it was funny because the Pirates were wearing yellow jerseys and the Reds were wearing red jerseys, so everyone's like, oh, ketchup and mustard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But no, baseball fights are great. They're awesome. Um, like Nolan Ryan beating the tar out of uh, Robin Ventura, right? Is that his name? And then what about yeah. Bryce Harper throwing? Bryce his Harper helmet throwing the helmet Strickland? and just yeah. completely missing. Like you're a professional baseball player, you ain't, you yeah. can't hit. He could hit a catcher's mitt from right field, yeah. but he couldn't hit a I don't know, six foot pitcher. I don't know with if he was worried helmet. about the trajectory. I think he was more doing it as a scare tactic. Yeah. But yes, Probably, still, uh, yeah, still, nonetheless, look funny. You know, what are you doing? But um, where were we going? Oh, the but rules. I was going to say, do you agree with these? Do you agree? With, I'm sure, I mean, seems like you agree with that proposal. But then the second one, which I think you would be able to lend more kind of information, is shorten the season. There's absolutely no need for sure. 162 games anymore. And my reasoning behind that is, is like when baseball first, like when that, that 162 games is established or whatever, there was just like less stuff to do. Like mm. it was either you go watch nine in, nine innings of baseball four or five days a week, or like you sit and stare outside your window. Like that was about it. And but now like there's just so much more things battling for our attention. So much more stimulation. Yeah, more stimulation. I mean, just yeah, and even baseball. Like there's more. Like if you're not watching a game, you can read articles. You can watch ESPN. You can watch Thirty for Thirties. You can go watch YouTube videos. Like there's just more ways to absorb everything. I don't think. Like, I agree with that sentiment. All like it, like the number one. Like, would you say what would you say is the number one complaint about baseball? It's too long, too long, and too boring. Right. Like, and I think those two things would really help. Like, see, it, I've it's the same argument with like the NBA. It's shortening. Like, it makes each game mean more. It keeps guys healthier. It keeps people more locked in. I've never really been bored by baseball though. And I know, I, like, and, and I, the true fans it. aren't. But I'm saying, like, like if we want to make it, like on the same level as like the NBA and NFL which it never will be the NFL. No, it never it will, will yeah. never be the NFL. But but it they yeah, can try. Like they're doing try. better with like uniforms and like you said the cooler like commercials and the with the ad PR. Well, I want to get into the three rule changes. Uh yeah. I do like the I will preface I do like the ones I've seen. One of them's a little For, I could see it being a problem three. but yeah. So we'll start with bigger like we'll start from least important to most important. So the least important one is the bigger bases. So you think that's least important? I guess oh, absolutely. Well, I guess out of the two, because yeah. the other yeah. two, we'll start with bigger bases. This or out is, of the three, this yeah. is to promote uh, more base stealing. You know, maybe slower guys getting more stolen bases to create more action on the base paths. Mm -hmm. uh, safety, yeah, safety. Sometimes uh, you know when there's a guy on for you know the guy the guy the first baseman position you know standing on the bag so you mm -hmm. don't glide all that I stuff. think they should add a second base for first base but maybe that's just me going too far but like mm, now I think I think if you make it big enough it's fine but it um, is pr they're pr oh, what are they now they were like like was 15 to 18 inches or something uh I think so um no it's I, definitely it's you can a, tell when they you look, look like pizza boxes mm -hmm. out there uh, yeah that like, yeah perfect <laughs> that's a perfect description like, they look like pizza boxes out there but I think it's good for safety, and I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe more guys will steal bases. We'll see. More, like, 
I was thinking too, especially yeah, after the game we watched Friday. But like uh, less gappers, like the hops, like it's it's going to be a. Guess. That's not as much, but like it's going to be interesting <clears throat> to see those like advanced stats after the season. Like how sure. many more hit off second base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's it's interesting. Uh, not one I've paid a ton of attention to, but I, I noticed like when I went to spring training, the bases were bigger. Um, so but it is no, like noticeable from the it's noticeable. Yeah, yeah from you'll the you'll notice they're bigger. Uh, and then and college hasn't implemented them yet. So if you go to Mon County Ballpark, it's, they're still the it's, same. They yeah. look normal size, but you'll you know you'll, I'm they sure showed a comparison, and that's yeah. yeah. So they're pretty significant. So we'll see if that affects. I mean, I guess it technically yeah. makes the run from first to second, second to third, et cetera, I'm shorter. We're talking but, inches here, people. But you know, game baseball, game of inches. So and it's like, um, but it's the same all around. It's not like you you know the whoever's standing on the base, like the first baseman, he also has three more inches right. of foot room. No, so it's, it's like it's yeah. fair, but um, At three inches less, like when he has to step on the bag or whatever. Right, you know. Right. So the second most important or second least important, which you know, take that with a grain of salt, is the defensive shift limit. So this one I love. So the rule, and there's actually a few more minor rules we'll get into. Uh, but we'll name the big three. Defensive shift limits. So, I'll explain it. So, back in the day, which was last year, uh, you... <laughs> way you, back in 2022. Way back in 2022, there were... You could have as many guys as you want standing in the infield, wherever. So, a lot of times, left-handed batters pull to the right side of the infield. So, the shortstop would come over and play, like, above the second base bag, if that makes sense. The second baseman would play in Sometimes shallow. Sometimes they get way over there. Right. Yeah. Sometimes the second baseman will play like in shallow right field, expecting a ground ball to there, and then the first baseman will play pretty much the same because mm-hmm. you know. So now they like a little like a shade over close right, to the bag. But right. Like, but so that would happen, and then the third baseman would play like the shortstop position. So it'd be like all everyone shifted way right, and you know the the guys that pull would just pull right into the shift because yeah. they don't they always pull the ball. And it would, you know, create boring baseball and ground ball a second base in the shallow outfield and make the play. No big deal. But the MLB now has implemented a rule where there has to be the two guys on each side of second base. So second base is up the middle. The first baseman and second baseman have to be to the right of the second base bag. And the shortstop and the third baseman have to be to the left side of the second base bag. So that prevents the shortstop from coming over and playing that awkward second base-ish position. Yeah. I, I, I've i never really liked a shift. I think it takes the fun out of it. Uh, it's like holding the ball in basketball. Mm. I think kind of similar. Like, it's just annoying. Right. Uh, it, it's like, it's not really true to the game. Like, the positions, I think, matter. Right. And, like, standing. Like, yeah, obviously, it's going to be a little bit easier to throw a touchdown if uh, George Pickens is standing in the end zone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pre-snap. That's not the I same thing, but say like that's significant. It's not it, say we'll, we'll say it's like George Pickens standing five, ten yards past it, the line of scrimmage, kind of thing. My point is, is like, with that comparison, it's like it's just an an unneeded advantage. Like it's kind of it's an unfair advantage a little bit because. Like the batter has no real answer to that. Like right. they can try to hit it the other way or bunt it, but. Well, they should bunt it, and I yeah. figured that that would be like a a plot hole in or not a hole like a like a loophole I should say mm-hmm. not plot hole loophole in the shift like guys should just bunt but they don't they just hit into yeah. the shift a lot of things like, like that in baseball too it's yeah. just I mean we can get more into that but like the principle so, there's there's that so I ain't you, and also you have to stay in the dirt 
you can't stand in the outfield. So you know how like they stood in like shallow right field. So wait, even even if you're like a shortstop or whatever, you can't like stand you on the edge of the grass. You have to have two feet until the ball is hit. You have to have two feet on the huh, dirt. That's yep. interesting because I know a lot of shortstops play pretty deep. Yeah. So you'll have to keep your feet on the dirt. I mean, you can stand right on the edge. I'm yeah. Guessing, but I mean, it's not that much the of a difference. Hit, then but. you can run to wherever. But so there's that rule, and then the number one and by far the most controversial by a mm-hmm. mile is the pitch clock. Yeah, I, which I didn't really realize how controversial until I saw uh, a video, like a TikTok of it, where the guy he gets like dusted by the chin, and then he like like falls out of the box, and then just immediately has to get back yep. in before seven seconds. So and it's like hey. people, it's been mixed. I think it's been mixed between from different fans. Um, I personally like it because then people can shut the hell up about baseball being too slow. Yeah. Um, so the, and, and it, it's brought game time down by 25 minutes on average. It was like three hours and one minute. And now it's like two hours and 36 minutes. That's pretty good. Which is someone who has a lot of experience, uh, you know, producing baseball. Right. That, can that, get, that can get that's a, a lot. <laughs> there are games where it's like, okay, this is going on a long time, but this now will make it so it's it's like the same runtime as like maybe NBA basketball or hockey yeah. football. I think again, still like gonna be three hours, but sort of with, with what I was going with, like the shorting the season, like it's making it more, it's putting it closer to the level with those sports because right. it has. I mean, you can't really argue it has far less like actual action. like action. It, yeah, but if you can get that time down even closer, that's going to help a lot with people wanting to pay attention absolutely so it, we'll, we'll break it down so there's when there's no runners on there's it's a 15 second pitch clock so that means the pitcher has wow, to college throw, is 20 college is 20 so. for no matter what and it's a lot looser we'll get into the more yeah. intricacies of the pitch clock in a second so it's 15 seconds for a pitcher to throw a pitch now if you're a batter you have about seven or eight seconds so if so let's say you take a ball right you have to stay i think one foot has to be in the box at all times the batter's box and if you're not looking at the pitcher with eight seconds left, that's a strike. Wow. And if the pitcher okay. doesn't throw the pitch in 15 seconds, that's a ball. So people have argued it's biased towards the pitcher and a game yeah. that's already biased towards the pitcher because the pitcher is going to win at least seven out of ten times. I think guys will get used to it. I don't think it's going to yeah. be that significant. I think guys are still It will this season more than any other. Probably if they keep it. And but, then yeah. don't forget, batting averages are probably going to go up with the shift rule because you can't Definitely. go on the shift yeah. anymore. So then there's that that works for the batters. There's also the base rule. Yeah, I was going to say scoring will go up, runners, base runners will go up. Offense. Yeah. So there's so two out of three rules are biased towards the, the offensive players. So it's this definitely going to be interesting to see the scores that come out after opening day right. and see what's happening. I can't wait. I, I cannot wait for opening Especially day. Especially with, like, I mean, you, you, all these pitching matchups, like – I'm just looking at some of these right here. Like we've got some, you got some great pitchers. Like, I don't know a ton of names, but like the ones we'll like, get into that in a sec. Um, but just to finish off the pitch clock situation, so oh, yeah, 15 yeah. seconds without a runner on, 20 seconds with a runner on. So oh, okay, now, that's nice. Right. So there's a there's a caveat. So you get two disengagements per bat. So what that means is. You, like if you fall you produce baseball games, right? So yeah. you know how annoying it is when the pitcher throws over to the first base. Oh, my God. Five or six dude, times. we saw it like 100 times on yeah. Friday. I thought that dude. That's a pain. Was that Bo Sacker? Was that that guy's name? Yes, Bo Sacker. Yeah, yeah, that's not a hard one to say on air. Yeah, careful uh, with that one. So but he kept throwing over. Literally like, 100 times. To like Weatherholt, who can run. We're talking about the WV baseball team. It was like course. to make some state. like Because st- like. Weatherholt can steal. What was the, but what was the play before? Like, 
he like the controversy with how he got on base, like they called it. What did they, what did they say happened? Like they were they were reviewing something. Um, like it was like whether I think it may it might have just been whether he beat him out or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Like I have bad short term memory. Or if it hit him. Wait. So, uh, oh yeah, because they that's why they kept doing it because they were like trying to like make a statement like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was yeah. something like that, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. That's. But like, yeah, he did it before. He even threw a pitch. He probably threw it over there like six times. Right. No exact yeah. like it was ridiculous. no exaggeration. Six. It times. was rid- ridiculous. So the rule now in the MLB is you only get two of those per at bat. Thank so God. Now, but here's the problem. That's all you need too. So you don't need more than two. But here's the loophole. Let's say you throw over twice, right? And you step off twice. It's it's. I think it goes for that too. Step offs and throwovers. Okay. You step off twice in at bat. The runner can they can just go go yeah when it isn't that seems like kind of unfair can they throw to the next base is that like they could probably throw to the next base right I don't think because I think it's a disengagement you'd have to throw a pitch out to the catcher the catcher would have to have a like a perfect impeccable pop that time. is something to keep your eye I, on I, I I have to read more into that especially but I'm betting, pretty sure there's no rule policing that now I figured that there's got to be something but. I, I mean, think as far sh- as we know, there's not. <laughs> I think they should move it up to three disengagements, and I think there should be a rule that you have to wait to steal after the three disengagements have happened for a certain point, maybe. Uh, but see, then the, the, you know they're never going to go. I guess, but I don't you know. You know the first, like this. But it's unfair. Even you have more to, pointless. You throw over twice, and then you can literally just run when the pitcher is just you know, I think coming you, set. You know, It should be if you run, they can, it, you know, void it. If you, like, take off and go. So they can throw. That's where I'm like, hmm, I don't know. That is interesting. But I'm going to be, that's something to keep your eye on, folks. So there's that. I'm trying to think of anything else I forgot to talk about. Um, I think you can challenge, can you challenge uh, balls and strikes yet? Not yet. That's been worked out in the minor leagues, so they're not doing that yet. That, Angel Hernandez wouldn't have a job. Yeah, I don't know about that or one. Uh, Joe West, I, I'm though. kind of a baseball yeah. purist in that one, I, I think. I uh, I don't know. I we th- were talking about that before. I'm cool with challenging balls and strikes, but I, I don't know about, um like... That could get annoying, though. I mean, if we're talking about game speed being a problem, and we're going to... I feel like that's part of the game, though, is imperfection. Yeah. Like, most umpires do a decent job, I would say. Most of the Except time, the they two. get the job done. Except for and everybody Angel knows the two, but but most of the time, I think umpires go out there and do a great job of calling balls and strikes. It's a it's an imperfect game. Going to robot system, there could be glitches with that. I don't know. There's just a lot. I think. Yeah, and like, yeah, especially in baseball too, where it's like the balls and strikes are such an important aspect of the game, and when that has lied in like the mind of a human for so long, yeah. It's that legitimate. That changes. I mean, more than any of the things we just mentioned, like tenfold. I think if yeah. you make even review, not like if you go to the robot, like hundred percent. It's like that's almost like a different game. But like even review, yeah, I agree with you. Is telling that line of like like with the challenge, you could challenge like pass interference in the NFL and stuff. They got and, rid of that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because. You know, it, w- it, it, it work out once I or think, twice the whole. Well, season? I think the same exact thing would happen. Is umps, they would review it, and then they still would be like, "Nope, it's what I called." I have to it review would be the, the play. same problem. 
The ruling on the field is confirmed. There is no showing of pass interference. It'll be first down. You know, it's just like okay. uh, when, did, yeah, when were any of them except? Yeah, there's like wh- like, a, like a handful of times that it was overturned because it's the ego and like yeah. as an as an ump or referee, you have to have a little bit of the ego to be like, yeah, I am gonna be the one to make this call yeah. and I am gonna do that. But like, you also can't let it. I think the toughest sport to officiate is basketball. Yeah, because there's just there's so many so much gray area. With charges, with blocking fouls, with all that fun stuff, with you know, it, it's so much. Gray and it's area. constant movement. You right. like your eyes are here, then they're here, then you're looking at this guy, then you look at that and guy. Then you got over the, the backs. There's so. How much long has he been in the paint? Okay, wait, did this guy just travel? Uh, yeah. what, did he carry? Uh, what's he doing yeah. over there? Like, and and I think refs. I think also NBA or basketball refs. I think get the most crap too. I think oh. they get the most flack for their jobs. I think I think NFL refs maybe only because there's more football fans, but. I think if per capita, if that makes sense, I think basketball gets the most. The, the refs in basketball get the most. It's crap. Basketball or ba- baseball are both way up there. I think, I think the home plate umpire gets most. Yeah, of the baseball. Crap it's baseball. like it's almost like a part of the sport. It's like you go to a game, you get your program, you get your peanuts, you get your pennant, and you chew out the ref the entire game. Like or the, or umpire. the umpire, excuse me, <laughs> you chew out the umpire when he's not calling it your way. Like that's, I mean, that's any sport, but like baseball, especially. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. call him blue. Yeah. Like, it's uh, it's actually, like part not, of the game. You know, players are not supposed to call umpires blue in the pros. You have to call them by their name. Fun hmm. fact. That's so, interesting. Well, we grew up saying, "Hey, blue!" Like, "Hey, here's." Oh, come know, on, blue. Where was that blue? Uh, you, you can't. Apparently, they have to say like you know Joe or John. Not Joe. Joe West. Oh, uh, what the hell was that, did Joe? You, did you hear about Joe West editing his uh, Wikipedia page? I think I did. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. What did, what did he change, though? I remember hearing about him do it. But Basically, I, like, when he got in trouble, like, negative things about him, he, like, changed it, and he changed it with the username CrewChief22. Of course he did. Yeah. And that, like, reveals who he is, because I think he was number 22 as an umpire, and, and he, he was a crew chief. So Home plate. So he, they like, typically are, it. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it depends, but they switch around. Yeah. We, we have a crew, but <clears throat> um, he's typically behind the plate, though. Right? He was an unpopular guy as well. Uh, yeah, he's mostly behind the plate. He's crew chief, you know. So yeah, a guy Joe that West says, did he go? Yes, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, yes. Um, but yeah, it, it, I thought that was funny, and like he's he's infamous, probably. Not quite as infamous as Angel Hernandez, but yeah, up they're there. they're both heavily featured on uh, Welcome to the Ump Show on Twitter, right, right. one of my favorite Twitter pages. <laughs> so he gets in trouble a lot for well, he's retired, but he got a lot in, of trouble for his uh, bad call. Oh, yeah, balls I forgot and he retired. When did he um, retire again? A few years ago. I, I don't remember exactly what year. Pretty I recent. Think, was it 2021? Maybe. Uh, let me see. Joe I mean, yeah, we have the internet. In front of us, Joe West. If only we had something we could find this information on. Uh, Cowboy Joe's his nickname. Cowboy Joe. Oh yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Look at that. I'm so smart, dude. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Twenty twenty one. He's seventy years old. He's an old man. Wow, that's old. Cowboy Joe. I think he does country music too. Um, he's from. That's uh, that's about checks out. He's from North Carolina. Um, which is funny. Uh, so hilarious. He just is, you know, he's Cowboy Joe. Um, so <laughs> a yeah. lot of cat. Wait, a lot of cowboys come from North Carolina. A lot of cowboy baby. Um, so let's kind of jump into the opening. Let's day jump on in games. 
I'm going to nerd out probably a little bit. So yeah, I'm going to be asking some me. questions, maybe making a few comments um, here. So there's – we'll go into the – we'll just go game by game. I won't talk too much about each because I don't want to put you all to sleep. We'll put a put a pitch clock on each game, so <laughs> to speak. Uh, we'll start off with it's the first game. It's awfully topical of you. First game of the afternoon on Thursday, March 30th, is Braves-Nationals. Obviously an NL East matchup. Nationals, I don't think, are going to be very good this year. The Tickets Bur- as low as $21. Which is not bad for opening day. Uh, probably because the Nationals are going to be finishing towards the bottom of the league this year. I think they were the worst team in baseball last season. If we take a look at the 2022 Washington Nationals as that piece rolls around on the table there. Amp Jack rolling around here. Washington Nationals. Trying to pull up their season Quick, last Quite year. the fall from grace for the Nationals now. Right. Yeah, they finished 55-107. and 107. That's not very good. Yeah, after, um, well, against the Braves, who are a formidable team, they won the World Series in 2021. They had a decent season last year. Uh, lost to the Phillies in the NLDS. Um, and the Phillies, of course, went on that World Series run last year. That only just to fall does not seem short. like a year and a half ago or whatever it was, whenever the Braves won. That's yeah. crazy. So they won in 2021. They beat uh, the Astros because the Astros, it's basically the World Series is the Astros Invitational at this point. Yeah. Um, Max they really silenced a, lot, a yeah. lot of the uh, haters. Well, that's another story for another time. I think it's time to just move on from the Astros thing. Yeah, like you know, they still don't have to be your favorite team, but like they, they won just that won one. the World Series. They won that so, one, so yeah. without cheating. So at least to our knowledge, and COVID. So. The only thing I'm still upset about is COVID bailing them. But the like the fact that they're back, it's like okay. Like how much did it really bail them? I mean, you know, it's it's kind of just it's time to move on. I yeah. mean, you don't have to like them, but. Um, so Braves Nationals, it's Max Fried and Patrick Corbin. Fried's a heck of a pitcher. Corbin used to be. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. But um, it's opening day. We'll see who wins. Moving on, Giants-Yankees. I love this series. I think this is a fun series. Former New York little rivals. Interleague play. Yep, the Giants, of course, used to play in New York. So this is kind of like a, a blast of the past. Uh, Logan Webb going for the Giants. He's he's. Uh, stepped up as the number one pitcher, the ace for the Giants, and of course Garrett Cole. Then they just got uh, um, Rodon or uh, Carlos Rodon. Yeah, Carlos hurt, Rodon from the Giants. Yeah, he's. I yeah, mean, he's not. He's hurt. Playing then, but uh, Yankees pitching keeps getting hurt. Severino just got hurt. Uh, Rodon got hurt. Frankie Montas just got hurt. So the Yankees pitching staff is in a little disarray Garrett with injuries. Cole. He looks like a thumb, dude. Yeah, he's, he's the worst. If you've seen the video of him, like, did you use Spider? Uh, not what I expected no, but him to I sound like, but <laughs> I didn't see that. But I I just remember the thing uh, about him. I think it was even opening day last. Yeah, no, it definitely was. It was opening day last year. Uh, whenever there was game time was like four minutes late, and he was like, "Well, you know, I had to, uh, it was kind of hard overcoming like yeah. the late state late start time because he like went out and kind of pooped." Oh, that's that's obnoxious. Yeah, and he was Come like. On. Come on. It was supposed to start at 12.05. He started at 12.09. I didn't know how to pitch. Yeah. And I then pitch after He wasn't that. allowed to use his spider tack. Like, and then shut his, up, dude. And then his ERA went up. But uh, he's probably still the best pitcher on the Yankees. He's got dumb face a little bit. He's He's got a punchable face, I'd say. And, like, the whole, like, Yankees, like, short hair, no beard, he just... He don't look right. I think we're going to piss off Anissa Gallo listening to this because she's a big fan of the podcast, by the way. Okay, well, you can be a Yankees fan and not like Garrett Cole. So um, that's so your own problem. We'll see if I get some flack from her when she listens to this. <laughs> Moving on. Twi- Actually, that'll, that'll be good. We shouldn't say anything and then wait 
Wait for her to come out oh, to yeah. us, see if she's real, no, see I'm, if she's a real fan or I'm, not. No, I'll say we release a new podcast. That'll be it. Yeah. I won't say what it's about. That's it. Moving on, 210. Release a new podcast. We didn't even talk about Garrett Cole, so don't even look for it. Yeah. So stupid. Next game, 2.10 p.m. It's the Boston Red Sox hosting the Baltimore Orioles. It's your favorite team, the Boston Red Sox. So all three of us on this podcast, Sox fans. I'm the only one not wearing Sox gear here. Yeah, even though you're probably the most real fan. I guess I don't want to speak. the biggest fan. I don't want to speak for Declan, but sure. Yeah, no, John's probably the biggest fan. (laughs) Oh, I don't think it's close. But um, I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close, Jim. Uh, I don't know, Jim. Uh, Dude, me and my, me and Matt, we loved <laughs> just like sitting at random games. Oh, I, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> yeah, do the the Tony Romo. I don't know, Jim. Uh, that ball is ooh. I, it's almost like Morty. I don't know, Jim. He yeah, no, we, like yeah, we said this. Oh, jeez, Jim. I don't know. If the, yeah, shut, shut up, Morty. He's got two feet down, Morty. <laughs> He's got two ooh, feet. Morty. I don't know, Jim. So it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> I think I like Tony Romo. I think he's a good commentator. Everyone, I I do gets too. Crap. Dude, I like he's him. apparently he got crap for his per, per, for his performance. My goodness, last year. Um, I don't know. I think he's still good at. His, I like him. Good at his job. We'll give him some sight. He's insightful. He has fun with it. So the Orioles Red Sox opening day at Fenway Park. Kyle um, Gibson. I'm excited to see Corey Kluber. Though. I was looking at some of his Corey stats. Corey Kluber is a two-time Cy Young Award-winning pitcher. He's kind of been around the league recently. He won those two Cy Youngs with the uh, Indians, now Guardians. Uh, yeah, nine seasons with those Guardians. Oh, I didn't. Yankee, a former. Yeah, he played a year. A 2021 Yankees, Yankee. A year or two with the Yankees. Only 16 um, games. I think he threw a no-hitter with the Yankees. I want to say he did. I don't know. Then he played with the Rays last year. And now he's here in Boston for 2023. Gets the opening day start over Chris Sale because Chris Sale just gets hurt constantly. Yeah, but and he'll then he'll pitch game two. He was was he in the Yavaldi? Avaldi went to or Avaldi. Texas. But no, okay, that was <coughs> we signed Kluber and then Avaldi went to Texas, right? I think so. And he was for a player to be named later. So the Red Sox pitching staff is kind of eclectic this year. Um, I gotta find it, which here. is refreshing. Um, let's see. Ah, they don't. They have pitchers, but it's all over the place. Let's see. So I know it's. So yeah, last game Braves won six one. So I know it's Sale. It is Pavetta. I think James Paxton, who's another good pitcher, uh, kind of past his prime. Cutter uh, Crawford. Um, Cutter Crawford. He's a young uh, guy. I'm just looking at some of these names. Here. Um, Kluber. Uh, Chris Martin came from the Rangers, I think. John Winchowski. I like the stash on this guy. Yeah, he pitched last year. Richard Blyer. I wonder if he's related to Rocky Blyer. So Blyer came from. He was traded to Boston for Matt Barnes, so they switched places. Um, so this pitching staff should be something interesting. The Red Sox, I don't think, are gonna light the world on fire this year. I think they're gonna be a below-average team. I don't think they're gonna be very good. I think they're gonna finish last in the AL East. I think the Orioles will be better than the Red Sox this year. I think the Sox get the opening day win. We should probably should have done predictions. I'm going to give the Nationals opening day. I'm going to give the Yankees opening day. I'm going to give the Red Sox opening day. Um, uh, let me go back and look at these. Hang on just a second. Um, let me see. I'll probably agree with you, but. I'm going to go. You sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Wash, or you said Washington, yeah. New York. Boston. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll okay. say. Yeah, because you said Atlanta's pretty dog water. Atlanta, no, no, opposite. I, Washington's dog water, but I think they get the opening day victory. 
Oh, okay. I'll, okay, I'll be different then, because I, 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 I like the Braves. I like what they did. So I'll go. I'll go Atlanta, New York, Boston. Yeah. All right. I say the. I agree. I say the Red Sox win. But yeah, uh, unless pitching really, or unless offense, offense, like that's what was so frustrating. And I'm sure we're gonna get to the Bogarts trade. But like, it, we had signing. the offense. Or yeah, yeah, signing. Whoops, my bad. But the, hmm. uh, yeah, the th- I told you I don't pay the most attention here, but, um. Because the offense was there last year, at least in my opinion, it was the it was pitching. Per- it, I mean, the games, the games we were losing, it was like sixteen to fifteen or like to five. eight, yeah, eighteen to twelve. The game I went to, which uh, we're also going to talk about this, but or later in moments. But yeah, they were up by like six to one or six to two in the fifth or sixth inning, and then uh, the end of the game they lose twelve eight. And I'm like, right. and actually, it's funny, Avaldi was the starter that day, right? But. Yeah, I mean, he was decently solid. Like I said, gave up one or two through six innings and then just complete collapse after that. It was just... The pitching staff definitely was uh, the the problem last year. But yeah, I mean, we still kept... I mean, we have Devers. We have yep, they um, signed him Verdugo. To a long-term contract. Verdugo's, you know, he's not great, but he's Addict not bad Verdugo. either. Verdugo. Yeah, he's, I, he's pretty solid. I, yeah. think, I think he plays a good right field. He's a good hitter. Can uh, be at least. He's a good contact hitter. Occasionally some power. I mean, Devers is going to provide. Yeah, the Devers power. is. What was his like? Eleven years. Uh, yeah, he signed three hundred eleven million. Uh, so the Red Sox will get their power from him. Um, Trevor Story, when he comes back, is a power hitter. He's injured. He'll be out till July. Uh, you've got Tristan Casas, who's like a young guy. He'll play, he'll play first. You have Justin Turner, who came over from the Dodgers. Uh, Kike Hernandez. Uh, Kike. I think he'll play center. He p- he's back, he'll play right? Shortstop. He was there before. Oh God. Uh, so he was. Or no, I, no, I don't think I'm making that up. Kike's been there a couple years. He was. He came over in 21. Uh, I think he won the World Series with the Dodgers in 20. Came over to Boston in 21. Uh, he's been like a utility guy for the Red Sox. He's played outfield, a little bit infield. I think he might start a shortstop opening day. That would make sense because Trevor Story will be out. Um, yeah. uh, then Devers obviously at third, and then you've got uh, Yoshida. Um, uh, opening day. Let's just get a let's just get a perhaps an opening day possible. Yeah, I don't uh, have any like straight lineups. Um, you think that stuff's out yet? Even I think there's projections. Oh, I'll okay. just we'll read projections here. Okay, so then the catching situation's a bit dicey. The Red Sox have Reese McGuire, who he's He's okay. Um, Tristan Casas will play first. Uh, Christian Arroyo, he's been good. Uh, he'll play second. Shortstop Kike will play short. Devers at third, and then you've got the Japanese, uh, the guy like the one of the phenoms, uh, Masa, yeah, Masataka yeah. Yoshida. He was in the World Baseball Classic. Uh, he's pretty solid in my um, pre-show right. study. Adam Duvall, he's like a he's like a power hitter, I'd say, playing center field. He's a decent outfielder, and then Verdugo, you know, we talked about him. And then Justin Turner, of course, like the veteran, Dodger veteran, uh, he'll be the DH. Uh, so I guess Casas will play first over Turner, who's normally a third baseman but can play first. So Turner will designate hit. And then you've got also on the bench, you've got Rimal Tapia. Uh, he's bounced around. He started with the Rockies and then went to the Blue Jays. Um, uh, Rob Snyder's a young guy. He's, he's a rest Red Sox po- prospect. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, you know, Bobby Bombs, you know. Throbby um, Dalvin. Yeah. So he's kind of strikes out a lot. 
And then Jorge Alfaro. But he won't be playing too much, right? Since uh, who who you say at first is again the new guy? Casas. Casas. Yeah. yeah, he'll be yeah. playing first most um, time. I think they forgot to mention uh, Adalberto Mondesi. He could play some. He could have some time at shortstop. He came over from the Royals. He's very okay. very fast. He's he can run. I think yeah, that was another one of the ones I was reading about. Um, so this projection has the starting rotation. I guess we'll just spend a lot of time in the Red Sox and just kind of blow through the other games. Um, yeah, I mean I figured that'd be. Most of the focus. So, Corey Kluber's supposed to be the ace, which I don't know about that. Um, Chris Sale will be the number yeah, two. Th- like he, don't get me wrong. His stats were impressive to look at. I mean, like, definitely better than we've had in a while. Like, well, Kluber, 38th in ERA. And, well, you know. Kluber's been fantastic over his career. He's just not what he used to be. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's 36 years old. Sale, like, that's not what you want, really. Sale is Unless up. it's like a Justin Verlander type where they're 40 years old right. and freaking just won Cy Young a couple yeah. years ago. But, like, you know, so Sale, number two, and then Tanner Houck which I've known him for two years. I still don't know how to say his name correctly. I think it's Houck. Uh, Cutter Crawford, he's young, and then Pavetta. I just like that name, that name. Cutter Crawford. So, yeah. Sounds like someone like you're like playing with like Satchel Page or like Josh Gibson. Right, right. It was Satchel Page and old Cutter Crawford. It does sound like that, you know, the transatlantic accent there. Um, Nick Cutter Crawford. Yeah, who Nick is that, like Red Barber? You know that guy? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, the old yeah, yeah. Uh, Barber, yeah. Do- Dodgers, right? Was that, yeah. Well, was that? Yeah, it was Red Barber, and I remember I saw Jackie Robinson come to the plate, and I was like, oh, my. Joe's, That's Joe's Jackie Spark- Robinson in the MLB. This game's sponsored by Joe's Bucks Spark Plugs. Buy your spark plugs today. You know, it's like, you know, and everyone talked high. Seth MacFarlane did a bit about that. Well, I think it was because, uh, like, back then, like, the that higher frequency picked right. up better on, like, those old microphones. Yeah, yeah. Which now is hilarious because, like, everybody likes deep voice. They like, like the, and here comes the pitch. Life Boy Soap, you know, the only thing used by the Red Sox players. <laughs> I tell you, this is a dandy day for a baseball game, Joel. Yeah. Abe, Abe Stark, Bullock, or what was the Abe Stark? The Abe Stark sign? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it was in, it's like that sign they say never got hit. It's like the perfect placement because it's like right below the scoreboard. Uh, and it's like, oh, I got to look that up. I think, so, it might be like a Wrigley Field thing, but no, I feel like they would have kept it. Uh, no, Google, you can't have my current location. <laughs> Yeah, TikTok. Oh, Ebbets Field, of course. Ebbets Field. The famed Ebbets Field. But so yeah, the, it was like uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers played, I think. Yeah, it was like right under their giant scoreboard and they said it was it was like always the best looking sign because it never got hit with a baseball. Yeah, I think the the Brooklyn Dodgers played there, I want to say. Yeah, Brooklyn. Uh, okay. And then Great place if you love uh throwback baseball apparel. And then as the, well. the Giants played at the Polo Grounds, New York mm-hmm. Giants. Giants and, and Yankees, Yankees before Yankees, Yankees played at Yankee Stadium. Stadium, right? But well, but before they played oh, okay. they shared the Polo okay. Grounds, yeah. And then the Mets obviously came around the 60s at Shea Stadium. Yeah. Uh, okay. Shea Stadium. Just to round out the Red Sox. Red Bar. Kind of roster. Was not here. expecting that to come out. No. Listen, <laughs> you never episode. know what's happening on Solving the World. Hey, you um, never know. So the Red Sox got Kenley Jansen over in free agency, which kind of passes prime. Number 74. But at another least. Another 35-year-old guy. But at least they're trying to, you know, they tried to improve the bullpen. The bullpen was an absolute <laughs> S sugar honey iced tea show last year. Yeah. Um, it was not good. Uh, just cost them games. Um, so then you've got Chris Martin. I think he's a he's a former Ranger. Uh, John Scheiber, I think's homegrown. Richard Blyer, he's from the Marlins. Brazier's homegrown. Zach Kelly, not a hundred percent sure about him. Just Winkowski, I think he's a he's a he's a, uh, a homegrown guy. And then Odenir Mosqueda, not have heard of him. I got to be honest with you, I've not heard of him. 
Um, looking here. But there's a lot of good young pitching talent in the Red Sox farm system. Some about this guy, so, Jolie Rodriguez. I can't exactly pinpoint it. Okay. Something yes. about that name. I've heard of Jolie yes. Rodriguez. Just yes. He's going to be good. Jolie Rodriguez. Yeah, he, he came I don't know over what it from is. another team. He's got that name, though. Yeah, he's... he's <laughs> literally just my good. name with a Y. Jolie, yeah. So, that's the Red Sox. You think you can steal my name? That's the Red Sox. Um... That they'll be okay this year. No, they won't be okay. They'll be bad this year. No, um, you never know. According to the guy that sat behind me at the Red Sox game, <laughs> very similar to that 0-3 team. So, so they're gonna lose in the AL- ALCS in a heartbreaker in Game Seven. Well, no, he was saying that about last year's team. So that would make this year's team 0-4. Well, last year's team wasn't good. So, like I said, offensively, we were pretty dang good. But defensively and pitching, we had essentially no defense. Moving on. Uh, Brewers and Cubbies. Um, the Cubbies. So the Cubbies, I think, are a consensus dark horse, decent team. Um, they've they've done some they they did some moves over over break, break over free agency over the off season. The Brewers, I think, are supposed to be the runner up to the Cardinals in the NL Central. I mean, Cubs. Talk about a team that's made changes in the past few years. Like, yes. Do they have anyone still on that team from the World Series team? I don't. I think it's like one guy. One guy he might I have retired. Think it's, uh, Contreras, maybe. Something. Wilson like that. Contreras, maybe. Uh, but the, yeah. the the Cubs have sad state of baseball today, man. Yeah, the Cubs have really. They traded everyone away. Obviously, Rizzo, Bryant, yeah. all those guys are gone. Um, I don't Dexter even know. Fowler. Like, Jason I recognize Hayward. Marcus Stroman, but like he's, a lot of these names. Oh, well, he's not, he wasn't on that team. He was on the Blue Jays and the. I know. I know. I'm just Mets. looking at like the the names I recognize like off rip from. Like the game cast here, mm-hmm. Stroman. That's it. Yeah, um, and then Corbin Burns will throw for the Brewers. He's a beast. He's a strikeout guy. Um, strikeout nine, ten, eleven guys a game. He's fantastic. The Brewers top wow, two uh, pitching staff. Yes, yeah, second in the league in strikeouts with two hundred and forty-three. Burns. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a beast. I mean, he, he just a shutdown pitcher. Great. To put that in pers- to perspective, Kluber was like. 40, or he was pretty far back, but he had 139. So this guy's literally 100 more strikeouts. Yeah, Burns is <clears throat> he's a fantastic pitcher. Um, perennial Cy Young guy. Um, Brewers top two, and they got Woodruff too. He's fantastic. Um, that should that Brewers team should be interesting. I think they'll fight with the Cardinals for the NL Central. Tigers Rays, uh, former Red Sox starting for the Tigers. It's uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, you know, he was on that 2018 team. Uh, you know, won that World Series with them. Guy that goes out there every game and pitches pretty well. Sometimes some control issues, but the Tigers could use him. He'll take on Sugar Shane. Sugar uh, Shane McClana. Eh? Uh, shout out to Tanner Lambert. Uh, big, big Rays fan. Um. He loves Sugar Shane. Shane McClanahan, lefty, the Tampa Bay lefty. Uh, he's he's gross. I mean, another simple. A lot of strike. I mean, not as much, not near as much as what's that other guy's name again? Uh, Burns. Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gross. He's got one ninety four. That's tied for fourteenth yeah. last year. That's still but not bad. The uh, whip with the point nine three. Whip, that is fantastic. That's third in the league. That's right fantastic. There. Whip. You want to have like one and below is pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, that's a, that's mainly what I know is like anything below one is like yeah. whoa. So McClanahan, Sugar Shane. He, he could what exactly a, is that again? That's walks, hits, innings, innings pitched, pitched, I believe. Um, okay. 
Yeah. Basically, like how just how inefficient of a pitcher you are. Yeah. Essentially, you okay. give up a lot of walks, you give up a lot of hits. Okay. Um, so he'll. I think he could be a Cy Young dark horse. Maybe not even a dark horse, just a Cy Young contender. Uh, but great, great pitcher. Uh, Phillies Rangers. This is going to be a heck of a pitching matchup. Oh um, yeah, big time. Um, big time. So Aaron Nola, who I think he and Zach Wheeler. Can that pitching staff for the Phillies should be good? You got Ranger Suarez, you got Taiwan Walker. Um, that's going to be a pretty yeah, this good Rangers pitching staff. The work they've been putting in. The Rangers they've been spending money recently. Obviously, they signed Semyon and Seager in the 2022 offseason, and now they got Degrom. Who, if he starts more than four games, that will be interesting. Um, yeah, that's. And then they got who He's else? He's coming. They got Avaldi. They got a couple other yeah. guys. Um, so the Rangers or, should be hang improved. on. I can I have it up here. They got or you can keep going, but I'll, I was just I'll saying, yeah, they signed it. a bunch of guys. Uh, I still think the Rangers aren't going to be great. I think they'll be better, uh, but I think I think they get the win over the Phillies, the defending National League champions. They'll throw Aaron Nola. Obviously, Nola. Funny enough, a he's from Louisiana. Okay, Evaldi, uh, Andrew Heaney, Martin Perez, and John Gray. So, eh, okay, I don't really recognize uh, a lot of John those. John Gray so. was a. Pretty good pitcher for the for the Rockies for a few years. Um, he, he's like probably the number two, three guy, I would say. Okay. Um, but DeGrom, obviously, if he yeah. pitches the whole season, he's the best pitcher in baseball. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, was he coming off injury coming into this season, or was yeah. he good to go? Yeah, he's, he was injured last okay, year. I, I figure. When he pitches, he's. But yeah, when he, when he pitches, he's like one of the best, or the best. Yeah, he's like the best. I mean, just dominant stuff. You know, you've got, when you've got a 93, 94 mile an hour slider, that's impossible. I don't know how that's humanly like possible. How many games did he even play last year? Or I guess I have like right a handful. Hang on, I have it right here. So yeah, he played a total of twelve games last year. Yeah, hundred and two strikeouts. Yeah. So yeah, Th- that's all you need to know. That's <laughs> he's he's that guy. Um, so that that'll be a good game. That'll be on ESPN Plus. So I guess I can watch that game. I guess. Um. Then Twins Royals, not really a important game. Um, Twins Royals. So r- the Twins, of course, <laughs> were the winners of the Carlos Correa uh, sweepstakes. Obviously, that was something that people talked about in the off season. Yeah. Uh, Correa. This I'm still a little confused on this. Right, this I'll, I'll explain it. So yeah, this is, and it's all yeah, it's interesting. So he finished his contract with the Astros in 21. And he was thinking of taking a big contract in 21. Yeah, I remember season. that. That was like hot news. Because he was like one of the bigger right. cheater guys, right? Yeah. It was I, like him and Altuve. I get No, Altuve, there's rumors he didn't cheat. Uh-huh. But that's a whole other can of worms. Anyways, um, so Correa, big guy at the mar- at the in the market. And, you know, we're thinking, oh, he's going to sign a 10-year deal with the team. He ends up signing a one-year deal with the Twins, which is a random team. Like, yeah. We were thinking it'd be like the Mets or, you know, a big market team. So he signs with the Twins for one year and like, okay, we'll see next year what he does. So we're thinking, okay, at the offseason, he's going to go to a big market team, finally get his big contract. So he signs with the Giants and we're like, okay, like the Giants, sense. maybe they'll and get him and maybe they'll get Judge. I was going to say, was that, that was pre-Judge? I believe it was pre-Judge. So he signs with the Giants. Pre-Judge. That's pre-Judge. So then we're like, oh, okay, so. Correa goes to San Francisco. Whoa. Uh, new shortstop. So, but then there's news, and it's like he failed his physical. The Giants want. And, like, dude, how the hell does that happen? You're a freaking professional athlete. He had a lingering like, injury. He had a, I think it's a uh, leg injury. 
So I think as an and a professional athlete, like from what I've heard about these physicals, is like you should be able to to do them with like one arm tied behind your back and blindfolded. Well, the problem like, was they're signing him long term, so if that becomes a lingering issue, that's that's when that's the argument. So that's just like you, you just don't hear about that. Like no, that it's very rare to fail physical. Yeah. Like um, the, the last one of the last ones I can remember hearing about that was like big was uh, that guy. Oh shit! What was his name? Was it Albert Hainsworth? Was that the dude for the formerly or the now Washington Commanders? Maybe. What was that dude that? Uh, I can't remember. But it was like this guy they drafted. He was like supposed to be some big, like uh, big time guy, and then like. Gained a bunch of weight, like failed his physical. Not even like he was injured. Like literally, just wasn't in shape enough. Hainsworth, like Eddie, Albert Hainsworth, or Eddie some- Lacy? No, 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 no. It was Lime D Lyman. It was like he's number ninety-two, I think. Oh, that's Hainsworth. That's yeah, Hainsworth. Albert Hainsworth. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. But he was literally just like yeah, too out of shape to do the he physical. He was a big dude. It's um, like didn't work out. Like I think he got injured or something. Oh yeah. And then just like never really rehabbed and worked out and like yeah he just kind of stopped yeah he's a guy um, but yeah Correa so yeah, twins okay so where where were we um, so fail yeah failed the physical with the Giants okay so then he's like oh well okay I guess I'm not playing for the Giants so then he goes and signs with the Mets and the Mets have just been signing everyone yeah uh, the Mets we got that Cohen money they've got the, the the Steve Cohen money and I give him credit he's put money into that organization you should see the giveaways well, that's what in the article it said it, it boy is it true it's like he's got other teams wondering uh why the hell are we not doing this he's like giving away <laughs> like, like jerseys and like he's really like these giveaways are nice so uh so Correa signs with the Mets right and we're like okay like he's going to New York this like, team wow. is going to be unstoppable like the Mets are going to be fantastic you've got same Edwin story D- it's been every year right. they sign someone yeah. it's and like oh Edwin, my god and then Edwin Diaz gets hurt that's a whole nother story but um so they sign Correa and it's like okay will he pass the physical this time doesn't pass the physical again so th- i'm like thinking what the heck's wrong with this guy yeah like for real what was the injury it's like a lo- i think it's a leg injury of some sort so that, i guess i don't know that makes sense so he so he fails the second physical. So now he's signed two deals, and they've both not gone through because of his failed physical. So then he finally goes back to Minnesota and just, uh, you know, they're like, hey, we'll take you. I think he signed six years, $200 million. And the Twins are like, all right, fine, we'll take him. So he's going to go back to Minnesota. Yeah, just bizarre. $200 million deal. Uh, so that's that's not that's not bad. Um, so he's going to be... A twin for the next few years, it looks like. Um, <sighs> someone staying up past their bedtime. Yeah, there. for real. But it's so it's yeah, nine thirty, guys. Wow, nine thirty. Um, so it's 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 past. Uh, that so. <laughs> Mets Marlins. It is past uh, that time. It is Mets Marlins. This is gonna be a fun one to watch. Max Scherzer gets the opening day start for the Mets. Meet the Mets, greet the Mets, step right up. Um, and against the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner, Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara. The right-hander for the, for the Miami Marlins, which, by the way, did you see the throwbacks that they will be wearing? Oh, they are so They're nice. gorgeous. Like those 90s ones. Yeah. The 90s teal yeah. Florida Marlins. Oh, man. that Those are fantastic. Um, so they'll be looking fresh to death on Fridays, home Fridays, will the Marlins. 
Uh, Scherzer really doesn't need needs no introduction. Uh, world champion, Cy Young winner. Um, you know, a guy that's just pitched well pretty much everywhere he's been. You know, he started with the Diamondbacks and then went to the Tigers. Pitched there for a decent while, and then he went to Washington. Uh, won a World Series there in 2019. And then went to the Mets. Oh, no, he, I forgot. He got traded to the Dodgers with Trey Turner. Oh, yeah, he left for like a year. He was yep. there. He was there, kind of like a rental. Of course, the Dodgers choked. And then yeah. he signed with Sadly. the Mets. So sad. That's eh, fine. Um, he signed with the Mets for a l- big contract, lucrative contract with the Mets. Like yeah, it was crazy amount, like $40 million a year. Yeah. So he's Yeah, because uh, – um, Shoot, uh, what's his name? They just signed. Who did we just? Verlander. Oh, yeah, Verlander. He's getting forty three, and that so they're like right at Cohen's each other. With paying heck of a lot of money yeah. for two thirty eight, thirty nine year old guys. So they got an old pitching staff, but they're still producing. Yeah, like like I said earlier, Verlander just won Cy Young. Like was like two years ago or two years uh, ago now, but like twenty twenty one. I think. Yeah, Verlander still can throw it. One of his second ring with. We got to get moving through some of these games if we want to get to. Oh, we have an hour and a half uh, limit here. No, no, we're at. We started at. Oh, uh, we started at like eight thirty. So are we. Uh, okay. But we're good. I'm just. If we want to get to. I'll get our to our, our our favorite segment. All but right, we'll just kind of skim through the rest of these then. Um, okay, so Scherzer, great pitcher. Al Contreras last year came, you know, just came out with a vengeance. Won the Cy Young. Does a great job. Marlins, I think, will be better than people think this year. Um, they got a good pitching staff. Um. I, I think they will not finish in last in the mm-hmm. NL East. I think the I think if they stick with those colors. I think the Mets or Phillies will win the NL East. I know some people think the Braves. The Mets I think will be solid. The Phillies The Phillies are too I feel like the Mets are falling apart. The well yeah, the Edwin Diaz, but um but like the Phillies, the Phillies are just, too just hungry. got better, I thought, with tr- signing Trey Turner. Yeah. He's probably the best shortstop in baseball. Another decade long contract. Was it eleven million or uh, eleven eleven years three million? Or three hundred million. Yeah, he signed a crazy contract. I think he's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Obviously, great in the world baseball. Just decade, classic. these decade long contracts. Like I know, like with the way like the contracts work out, it's really only like three or four years on there that are actually like lucrative. Set, yeah, well, yeah. set in the contract. I mean, the like, Padres. It's still nuts. When we get to the Padres game, that's gonna be fun to talk about all those contracts. Um, moving on, uh, Pirates Reds. Not really a big deal. These I mean, a rivalry, but like. These are going to be kind of based with the Weller teams. Pirates will teams. improve, I think. They'll improve. They're still going to be bad. Um, they've got O'Neill Cruz who can throw the ball 3,396 miles now, an hour. For now, they have um, O'Neill Cruz. For now, until they trade him until for Until Steve Cohen offers him uh, $500 million a year. All right, and uh, <laughs> Nutting trades him away for a bag of chips. And yeah. then, so Hunter Green... Uh, I'm the youth in the Reds pitching staff. He trades him away to get bring back Gregory Polanco. <laughs> Gregory Polanco. It's a fan move. They love it. Yeah. So, yeah, the Pirates, uh, they have O'Neill Cruz. That's really all I have what to say. What did he do again? Did he do something bad? Cruz? No, Gregory Polanco. He did something weird. I was gonna say, maybe he... Like aggravated his soul or something? I don't yeah, know. He... I'm speculating. <laughs> Whatever he know. did, I forgot. I don't so, don't yell at me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, um, I think he did something kind of so, bad. So, yeah. Mitch Keller will... Starling Marte, there. 
There you go. <laughs> He's a good guy, right? Well, they got McCutcheon back, so you should be signed. No, that's where that's where I was going with the joke. Is like they're gonna get rid of O'Neill yeah. Cruz to bring back some guy from like 2014. Yeah, yeah. from like five years yeah. ago. Yeah. So Mitch Keller gets the start on the bump for the Pirates. Uh, he he's an underrated guy. He can touch about 100 miles an hour on his fastball. Hunter Green's another guy that can throw 100 miles an hour. So a kind of fun little pitching matchup for teams that aren't going to go very far this year. Um, and then you've got Nick Lodolo for the Reds. He's a guy that can play. He's a lefty. Uh, he's a young guy. He'll probably pitch second or third in the uh, the pitching rotation for the Reds. So that's interesting. We'll move on. Car- uh, Blue Jays, Cardinals, Manoa. Alec Manoa, baby. Uh, WVU alum. WVU guy. Gets the opening day start for the Blue Jays. That's an underrated pitching staff. You've got him. You've got Gosman. You've got Barrios. Uh, so that's a that's a pitching staff with some life. I like um, to see them get back. Like Toronto, because when they get in, like when they make the postseason and like things start to get rocking, those fans, like, like being the only Canadian team, like they go nuts. Yeah, and, that's and, I, a, and I think they will. I think and obviously for Alec Manoa too, but like that's Blue just Jays fun. Could be a in. dark horse to win the AL East. They've got some talent. They've got Bachet. They've got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They've yeah, got some dude, guys, Vladdy Jr. They've got some Finally. guys. They've got some guys who can play baseball, flat out play baseball on that team. I mean, Vlad Jr. Um, he all he does is hit freaking bombs. He he hits a lot of home runs. Uh, the Cardinals, I think, are is my. It, f- what? Was last year his first season? Oh, he's been called f- up. He's been a few years. Oh, okay. I think it's been a couple of years. Um, oh, my bad. Cardinals, they're they're just great. I think they're not yeah. great. They're very good. Um, they they got to the guy from was it the White Sox or was it, no, it was the Cubs? It was the Cubs, right? The catcher. Uh, yes, they got Contreras. Yeah, yes. Contreras. Kind of a That's trader what, move. Yeah, for real. Um, That's what. It's gonna be weird. Cubs Cardinals a big baseball rival. But he was like a big part of those recent like the recent Cubs success. Yeah. So like, um, Cubs Cardinals is probably the second. Was he on the World Series team? Yes. Contreras? Okay, so yeah, so um, there we go. He might be he might have been the last guy. He probably was. Second biggest rivalry I think in baseball is Cubs Cardinals besides Sox Yankees. Yeah. Um I, mean, I, I, I after Sox Yankees, I don't really know, but Yeah. Our, um I'm saying I agree. I was just like yeah, I don't really know sure. about the rivalries. Um Jack Flaherty's the ace for the Cardinals, but Miles Michaelis, he's a little bit older. He gets the opening day start. Uh Cardinals are my favorite to win the NL Central. You've What got do you think matters more? Experience or Opening day Skill starts kind of like an honor. Day. It's kind of just an honor. Okay. Like, you're not. It's not always the best pitcher. I think it's an honor. Like, hey, you've worked hard. Mm-hmm. We're going to reward you to start opening day. Uh, yeah, that's cool to see Manoa. He's only been there a couple yeah. of years. Manoa's like could be arguably the ace on that team. Yeah. I, um. Like, so I hear him about him a lot. I know that like on ESPN and stuff. So that's really cool. Um. That battle. I, I kind of want to watch that game. I think that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh. Cardinals. Padre or blah, Rockies. Padres. Rockies are going to be awful this year. Uh. They've been pretty bad Herman, for the past couple of years, haven't they? Herman like Marquez a while. is the only pitcher I've heard of on the on the Rockies. Blake Snell gets the nod for the Padres. Uh, obviously, you've got Darvish. You've got Mike Clevenger is coming back, I oh, think. I love Mike Clevenger. Uh, he got in a little trouble over the offseason, um, but I think he's okay. I think he I think he I think I think he's okay. What it I think whatever it was was uh Proven to be false, maybe? I think or so. Something? I don't know. Anyways, Blake Snell gets the start, of course. Whatever it is. The Tampa Bay. We're not qualified enough to talk about no. it. So. <laughs> uh, it's, of course, Blake Snell pitched in that 2020 World Series, got pulled a little early. That's always the controversy, and then went to San Diego after that. He's a he's a good pitcher. He's a lefty. That um, was I, I remember that. Cy Young, I couldn't believe that. He won a Cy Young with Tampa Bay. He had a 1.8 ERA. He was insane. Um, so he he's he's fantastic as a pitcher. I, I just like Clevenger because he has long hair. And he's, I love the long hair guys. Well, he's a pretty effervescent guy uh, before he got in trouble. 
Um, he's, he's definitely a little out there. I should yeah. say love. Yeah. I enjoy. You enjoy his. his yeah. Sure. Performances sure. on occasion. Um, moving on, this is the ESPN game. Uh, White Sox Astros. Dylan Cease. Very I love weird. Dylan Cease. ESPN um, game. I saw Dylan Cease last year in Chicago. He was one out away from a from a no hitter. I was at the game. What? Um, yeah, he threw almost a no hitter against the Twins, and then the eventual AL batting. But title. isn't that like hell on earth to watch though? Like, no. or is it cool? It was fun. Is it actually cool? It was fun. Okay. So. Oh, no, I'm thinking, okay, never mind. I'm thinking of, like, a perfect game. A perfect game, like, as cool as it would be to see, at the same time, I'm also, like, you just sit there and watch nothing. There hasn't been a perfect game in 11 years. So, no, but he was one out away, and then the no, eventual that's cool. that's AL sweet. batting title which winner last year, Luis Arias, hit a single to right. And I was like, oh, my God. We had to wait till one out, like, two outs in the ninth, dude. I think there was, like, one strike. That's brutal. Against Framber Valdez, he had a great postseason uh, for the for the Astros. Astros, they'll be good. They're just they're always good. Yeah, they um, seem to have something figured out there. We got three more games. Let's get to them. Uh, Angels, Athletics. This will be uh, the the A's. The I poor th- A's, man. I think the A's might not win fifty games this year. They are so bad. They have a guy I've never heard of starting opening day. Muller, who is that? And like for um, a team, that's like historically been bad with money, it's really not getting any better for him, like no. with the decisions I've seen. That they've and all they have like to do is face Shohei Otani opening Yeah, day. you know, so, pretty simple. You know, I thought, was he not signed by someone else? Shohei? No, yeah. he's, he's got, I think, another year with the okay, Angels, and then he'll hit okay, free agency. He could get $600 million. He, he could, could get, get six hundred million. He should get that a year, dude, for what he can bring to certain teams. Um, he, like, he could get he's nuts. $600 million a year. For what he does, I mean, not a year. I think for a like, contract. I think the World Baseball Classic kind of confirmed like he's the best player alive guy. right now. He's that guy. Yeah. Um. So the Athletics have to face the best player in baseball on opening day. Uh, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Zach Gallen. He's a guy. He goes out there. He's the ace. He goes out there, gets the job done for the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are kind of a team you don't really have any stars on. Maybe I was besides say, they Cattell just, Marte. Uh, yeah, they're like the like the Panthers or something on this. They're just kind of like, man, does anybody know anything about that team? They're like, like an Orlando Magic kind of yeah. team, I think. Even though the Magic are getting better players, but they're they're like a Sacramento Kings maybe before this year. Yeah, it's like um, you've heard about them, but like not since 2004. And for the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw does not get the opening day nod. It's Julio Urias, makes who you, he he's makes deserves you think. it. He deserves it. Uh, I think he's a he's a ball player, Julio Urias. Uh, you know, he's been on those. He's been on the Dodgers for a few years now. Um, Clayton good for Kershaw him. washed? Question mark. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's still Clayton Kershaw to an no, extent. Dude, that um, curveball. Yeah, I, I could watch him throw that. Yeah. all day, dude. He's one of the he's one of the, our generation's best. Mm-hmm. So that game, I hey, think. Hey, did you know that he went to high school with Matt Stafford? Did yeah. you know that? He, and he, uh, he, 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 Matt Stafford else? caught him. Yeah. Who? There's a someone else went there too. I think though. Actually. I don't know, but Matt Stafford. Maybe not the same time, but same high school. Stafford caught else. for Kershaw. Yeah, they um, did every. You what was the big thing? It was when was the big thing, I think, like, the World Series might have been going on or something was going on where football was also going on. And, like, it was just an uh, onslaught yeah, of, yeah. they went to high school together. They went to high school together. They went to high school together. In Texas, yeah. They went to some <laughs> Texas high school. Um, one more game, and then we got to get into Master Debate. Took a lot out of my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's all right, Deck. I'm going to keep you a little overtime here. Yeah, but um, I'm sure we can keep. All right, master debaters. Relatively quick. quick. Okay. 
Uh, Guardians, Mariners. Uh, it's Shane Bieber and Luis Castillo. Castillo was obviously traded from Cincinnati to Seattle last season. Seattle building something out there in the Pacific Northwest, beautiful area of the country, I should mention. Um, Never been. I would love. I'd like to go too, but I, all I've heard is rave reviews about it. Um, Shane, Seems like it's kind of like around here, but like better, nicer. Yeah, yeah. like fresher. Yeah. It's like a nice Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to Appalachia, but you know. Uh, if you've been here, you know. So, yeah, Castillo, he's the uh, he, he'll get the nod for opening day for the uh, Mariners. Mariners, not going to win the AL West, but I think they'll come in second. I, I think that's the I Astros really division. I don't know too well like that, but um, so I'll, I'll just take your word for it there. Yeah. Um, and then I think the, uh, the Guardians will throw Shane Bieber. I think they are probably favored to win the AL Central again this year. They've been getting uh, kind of better since they've become the Guardians, no? Well, like, it's interesting because the Guardians are cheap as hell. Like, they're a cheap team. They don't pay a lot of money for guys. You know, they, they, I think they paid Jose Ramirez, I want to say. I don't know. I have to check that. I don't pay a lot of attention. I have a friend uh, yeah. that goes here. He's I just, I uh, maybe fan, I don't know if that was something I'm just made up in my head, but I thought I saw um, like they've been kind of get. But like, I think you know they have some young, they have some speed. They're they're, they're a team yeah. that can run. And I think they could probably are close to leading the league in yeah. stolen but bases. But say what you want about like the whole name change thing. I don't really care about anyone's opinion on that. No one wants to hear ours. Uh, but. Or at least on the real matter at hand with the name. But what I think, you know, with the Guardians is like it makes more sense for Cleveland. Like I watched the video I had to watch the video for uh about it for one of my classes. They made like this really cool promotional thing with like Tom Hanks, who I did not know was from Cleveland or got a start really? in Cleveland at least. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that either. Uh I don't know I don't yeah, I don't know from there, that doesn't sound right, but I know he started out there. And like it was talking about like you know the big like uh what do you call him like obelisk or is that the name like the big giant like stone it's the guardians of yeah yeah it's that's no they're literally called the guardians like in the city so like i think they went with that for two reasons one is that two is indians guardians it's similar yeah they could have gone cleveland spiders which is i wanted them to do because that's like the old old name that's cool yeah uh but they went with guardians i think kick-ass logo too yeah spider on a a red spider on a blue hat. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty nice. It's like the Richmond Spiders. Yeah. Um, but no, I think they did the Guardians because it's close to Indians, mm-hmm. so they they made it. You know, the uniform the basically looks the same. Yeah, they yeah. keep the Dns. But yeah, there. I don't know. It just makes way more sense. Uh, the name like it was cool. Like in the video, they were like, "We have to protect this city. Yeah, it, fight for it's it's identity." Cool. It's like, yeah, dude. Like, cause you know, and I'm one of them. I always talk smack on Cleveland, but like. Cause I hate Cleveland. I had one of the worst birthdays of my life in Cleveland. Yeah. But uh, that's you know a story for another day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think if you're from Cleveland, you know a lot of people, you know especially the Guardians lately baseball they've been a little eh, shaky. Guardians uh, won. The I mean before the past the couple of years. Before the past couple of years is what I'm saying. It was like okay. during the name change and like before mm-hmm. they were like a little like eh, unsure of themselves. But <laughs> like <laughs> I think this name gives them a chance to like you know fresh identity. Sure. Seem to be doing better with it, as you say. Yeah, made the playoffs. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, that's a weak AL Central. Yeah. Guardians uh, makes more sense. I think the Twins, eh, maybe the White Sox. I don't know. The, the AL Central is kind of a weak division. They were last year. We'll see what happens there. But that'll wrap up finally. Finally, this, the main segment of solving the world episode six. That was opening day. And now we're gonna go to our favorite segment with a great name. What's it called? Wait. Well, do we do... 
Oh, yeah. We, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Well, let's go to our favorite segment. Master, Master Debaters. Debaters. That, was, that was good. That was really crispy. We were right on crispy. the money. Uh, we'll welcome Declan back in after my <laughs> musings about baseball there for a little bit. Uh, we welcome are back, Declan. I think this one got a cup of coffee in between during our conversation yeah. there. But um, we keep this one relatively short and sweet. All right. Football It'll guy. be fun. Nice little fun. Football yeah, me guy. too. <laughs> um, all right, Joel. Definitely. We'll let you uh, talk about or introduce today's so, debate. Yeah, because mine's relatively short. Uh, as I mentioned at the top here, I like. Once I kind of quit playing baseball in high school, uh, just kind of stopped paying attention as much. I mean, I never really paid a ton of attention to like modern. Like I was also more of, more of like, or I was always more of a history guy, both football and baseball. It's just the way I've been. But like my favorite player is Ted Williams. Like that's that's one of the main. But like, so I am a, a pretty fraud Red Sox fan. I can admit that. I'm not ashamed to admit that. But mm. I've only been a fan in like recent years. I would say since college. Maybe like senior year of high school, um, so like 2019. I won't say 2018 like when they won the World Series. That's not that's not when. But uh, so when I was a kid, I was I had to admit a Yankees fan. But that is only because Nick Swisher Nick from my hometown. Swisher. I was like a, my family has always more been a football family, and like Steelers was very well decided for me. But baseball was like kind of up in the air. So I just like okay, Nick Swisher he plays for the Yankees. They're good. And, uh, Cool team, cool history. I'll just be a Yankees fan. And then he left, and I was kind of like, and this is why, I, where I think I can win Red Sox fans back over. Maybe you guys can tell me. But I was like, man, the Yankees like kind of suck. Like I, I don't like the whole like you yeah. have to shave, like to be on the team. Yeah. Like you gotta have a haircut. It's all clean. Pinstripes. Yeah. Like they're like. They're like the J.P. Morgan of the MLB. Oh, they're the corporate. It's, yeah, yeah, they're so they're corporate. Like they're as corporate as you can yeah, get. And absolutely. it's like, dude, like, I don't want that. I don't want the bot. Like, well, so, okay. Try to be Red Sox or try to be Pirates fan, excuse me, because Pittsburgh is closest. My brother was in school in Pittsburgh. I was going to Pittsburgh all the time. Steelers fan, as I mentioned, just seemed like, you know, it's kind of the natural progression. But they were just so bad. Uh, so I bad. And I didn't really care about, like, the team, like, they got rid of like a lot of my favorite players. Like I really like Josh Harrison. They traded him. Hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, Andrew McCutcheon traded him, but like, okay, got it back. <laughs> but that doesn't really mean anything now because they stink of dog ass. But uh, I got rid of like Polanco, like we were talking about Starling Marte. They got rid of him. Like, it, and they were just bad. Like I was like, this, I can't do this. I don't. Well, that's like rooting for this team. I, I'm sure you're not alone in that sentiment. I, I think a lot yeah. of Pirates fans are. And are, I still like. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I would. I think I've talked to some Pirates fans here at the station, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, I don't blame you. Like, it's bad. It's uh, very, very bad. Very bad. Very bad. Extremely bad. You look at what people are saying about the Pirates. Very cheap ownership. <laughs> That's the Trump impression. Sell the today, team. But, but I right. still, I still definitely support the Pirates and stuff. Mm. But eventually, I had to look myself in the mirror and say, "It's the Red Sox, baby." I've always like, like I said, Ted Williams is my favorite player. I just love their like kind of mystique and like their grit they have like the storyline like the underdog like how could you not love a team like the red Sox? like they're just awesome there's a lot of reasons to hate them yeah. but I mean, there's also I just, a lot of reasons to love them like they're so. they're the lovable losers like yeah for not anymore now they got four under their belt right they've won yeah, the four. most in the 21st century yeah. of any team exactly so. so like really turned it around they like, really they, they had a makeover 
They had a total makeover. But, but. and then like uh, I told you guys, I was watching uh, Four Days in October. Like oh, just like the, the freaking bros the on the on the Red Sox. Teams. Kevin Millar, oh, like yeah. oh, you know, starting back with guys like even like Jimmy Fox, who's like notorious like drinker, gambler, smoker, like all this stuff, and like then like uh, Carl Yastrzemski, guys like Bill Lee. Really oh, space back. Carlton Fisk. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love Billy so much. Yeah. He's hilarious with He's the funny. with his giant sinker. Yeah. But then like watching Jim Rice, you know, Jim Rice, yeah. like like just the characters, dude. Wade Boggs. Mm. But then like Wade talks. Dude, Kevin Millar. Like Kevin Millar might be one of the greatest hangs of like a professional athlete. Like that yeah, guy. If you want to have dinner with an old Red Sox guy, it'd probably be Kevin Millar. Like I guess I don't know much. He's got about intentional these, talk yeah. on MLB Network. It's a great show. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. And like obviously Big Poppy and Pedro Martinez and Manny Ramirez. Like John Lackey. John Lackey. Yeah, John Lackey. My favorite Red Sox moment. Like, oh. How could you guys not love these guys? Like they're just awesome. They're fun. Pedroia, Ellsbury. Yeah, Pedroia. Yeah, those, even like. Yeah. I shouldn't say even. Like, he's a great Red Sox. Like, Jason Veritek. Veritek. Uh, there's so many Not guys. Kurt Schilling. There's so many. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, he's, oh, uh, yeah, can't talk about him. Yeah, he's Ixnay on the, the Illing Shay. Yeah. Uh, is that, did I just do that right? I never. Are you good at, are you one of those guys that can talk backwards? No, nah, really I, well? I can't. Say pop can't. backwards. Huh? Say pop backwards. Pop. <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay. Hey, well, wait. Can you spell ICEP real quick? <laughs> I I did it. See, uh, wait Spell a second. Like up. So, all right, let's get into it. What, what's the topic? Oh, but yeah, it was. Oh, it's favorite Red Sox moments. Did I not say that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's favorite Red Sox moments. I just wanted to kind of build up and preface my fandom before anybody attacks me because like I don't have any real moments per se. But my first Red Sox game was this or this past summer. I went watch them play the Orioles. Funny enough, they're playing on opening day. Uh, and pretty, in you know, in typical 2022 or 2020s, I guess I should say Red Sox fashion, uh, they went out ahead 6-2 until about the sixth inning and then collapsed, ended up losing 12-8. Uh, but it was still awesome, like going to Fenway for the first time. Uh, a guy complimented me on my you stink. I think I said that first episode, but yeah, that oh, was huge for me. That's that was a big moment. And the city of Boston. Told, and he was from Boston. I, I was wow. eavesdropping a little bit uh, on this conversation, but yeah. he was from Boston. So okay. maybe maybe Declan knows him. Maybe your dad knows him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it is my <laughs> maybe dad. Maybe John's dad. Maybe it is Declan's dad. Yeah, <laughs> could be Declan's dad. I don't think it was my dad. My dad's a pretty stoic uh, fan. So, mm. no, but uh, with a you know family sitting in front of us, little kids' first Red Sox game, got a ball like. Oh, yeah. It was just a great experience. Got got on the train afterwards. Saw uh, game the game five. Yeah, game it's five of the, uh, the okay. finals or Western or excuse me, Eastern Conference finals was letting out at the same time. Myself. Saw like forty of the drunkest people I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah. Uh, it was just great. Like seeing like how they made like old portions of the stadiums. It, like you don't really need more like ticket booths. Like they revamped those, made them like kind of memorials for like old teams. Like. This stadium was built freaking 110 years ago. Like, yeah, 111 and it's still being this used. Year, yeah, 111. Yeah. So, like, and it's still being used. And it no, was it was just awesome. It was I, perfect. I hope it. Never, I mean, I, it wasn't perfect because the Red Sox, you know, Red Sox lost. I hope but it never goes away. I think it's it's it a living do. history. Yeah, like of baseball. I mean, the Green Monster, like pesky Paul. Yeah, it's it's a place you can never forget. The freak, the Sitco sign outside of it. The monster, you know, pe- you yeah. know pesky pool, all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, that so that's my mo- that was just my moment going there for the first time. That was my favorite Red Sox moment. It was 
going to Boston for the first time too. Just seeing wow. where I may be living one day. You never know. It's Ooh. It's a great city. But, yeah, we could that have, was sweet. We could have this be a whole New England podcast <laughs> if Joel Butcher moves to Boston. That's Do the plan. It. That's the plan Do right it. now, man. Uh, Got to find a job. That's, that's a little important. Paramount, right? Yeah. Um, my Red Sox woman, unless you want to go first. So one. if any Red Sox executives are listening. They and, probably are. And, and, oh, absolutely. Deck my favorite Red Sox moment is uh, in the uh, World Series when John Lackey was on the mound and didn't want to come out of the game. And he said, this is my mound. This is my mound. Get off my mound to the manager. Was that 04 um, or which one? Was that Farrell was in 2013? That was Farrell. Yeah. I was 20. Oh, 2013. Yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah that just defines what the Red Sox are about, what Boston's all about. Grit. Dude, exactly. Getting down, yeah, the, like, getting dude, down the dirt. You know, like, no, I'm not man. getting, I'm winning this, I'm winning this game for my team. I remember Farrell served as pitching coach under Terry Francona and then came up to be the manager, won a World Series with the Red Sox. Every manager the Red Sox have had. In the 2000s, has won a World Series, I think, except for Grady Little. <laughs> uh, but starting with Francona, he won in 04, mm-hmm. 07, and then Farrell won in 13. Talk about that, too. And like, then Alex Cora mm. won in 28. To win it after 86 years and then go back three years later, win it again. Like, it's crazy. That's but yeah, crazy. that's my favorite Red Sox moment. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a good one. My favorite Red Sox. I'll have to Sox. look that up. I don't know. I'm not as familiar with that. I have a few moment. Red Sox moments, I think. Yeah, go, go off. Go off. Um, so one of them, I went to Big Poppy's last regular season game uh, when he played the Blue Jays in twenty. Wait, who's last game? Pop, Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Oh, uh, totally. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. Uh, this is our effing city, you know. Oh um, man. Yeah. That's a good moment. Yeah, that's a that great moment. Uh, Socks would go all time moment when like the f word is just completely acceptable. Like, they just didn't. They allowed it. Yeah, it was great. Like yeah, no, didn't get fined. He did not get fined for it. He shouldn't do. They ended up winning the World Series that year. Which is fantastic. A um, lot of kids are like, Dad, what's that word? Like, that's a man's word. You can use that one day. That's okay to use sometimes. And damn it, eat that. It you was can okay use to it. use it then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was one of them. Uh, so, when his last game, the, the the home run in the ALCS in 13, when the guy, when Torrey Hunter dove into the bullpen to try to catch it, uh, yes. to tie the game up, kind of shifted the series momentum, I think. Um, also, I my first game, John Lackey was a angel mm. and almost threw a no-hitter against the Red Sox. I mean, I didn't like the Red Sox losing. That was my first game. That's still um, kind of cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously against your team you don't want that, but like that's still kind of cool to see and, that. Uh, yeah, so then they broke it up in the seventh inning. Um, yeah, I mean, those were the ones that stand out. My first game... Um, I've been to a lot of Red Sox games. Yeah, how many have you been to? Probably like fifteen. Dang, um, dude, that's like my idea. If I if I do end up living in Boston, like my idea of a perfect, like absolutely does not get any better than this day, is Thursday evening. All right, that, they play baseball on Thursday. That's a thing, right? Thursday. Yeah, they play every day for the most part. You, I, I knew that. And, yeah, Mondays and Thursdays are the most common days off. I, I figure. Oh, okay. Because I knew like, or what's like the baseball night in America when they do that. Saturday. That's Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Again, like I said, not the biggest baseball guy the well, last couple of years, but I'm getting better. Fox is Saturday. ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. But nonetheless, nonetheless, Thursday, because, you know, it, I think this is – you don't want this to be, like, your, like, big weekend night, but it's a great kickoff to the weekend. You know, you're just getting your ass kicked at work all day. Like, right. staring at whatever your job is, like, staring at your computer screens, staring at whatever, like, just – 
you are would rather be literally anywhere else. Finally, make it out of work. You go home. You relax a little bit. Maybe take a nap or something. Uh, the wife gets home. The girlfriend gets home. Whoever. The boyfriend. Significant the other. Yeah. Non-genderless significant other, as our Doctor Jones would probably put it. Shout out, Doctor <laughs> Jones. Uh, we we, we want to be inclusive here at Solving right. the World, but your, your significant you know, other. Yeah. yeah. Nonetheless, yes, significant other. Nonetheless, uh, gets home. I guess in my situation would be girlfriend. So yeah, I can say that. Um, uh, get home. You're like, oh man, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do tonight? Starting to get suns maybe starting to set a little bit. Oh, oh, Red Sox. Red Sox are playing tonight. Bleacher seats. They're at home against the Tigers tonight. They're home against the Tigers. Bleacher seats are only ten dollars. You got the Sox nine price. Yeah, Sox nine. Student nines. So then you you go to the bar. You pregame a little Kaskin at the flagon. You go to the Caskin flagon. You get some wings. How's you get the a blues. Bird. You get a oh, bar right across the street. Lands down street. Yeah, yeah, yeah lands yeah, down yeah. street. Maybe some street food even. But get a couple drinks. You're trying to break the bank. Yeah. Eat some street well, food. Yeah, true. You gotta get take a Fedway walk, Frank though. You take a walk down now Jersey Street, formerly Yaki Wait, Way. Uh, there is nothing better than a summer night at Fenway Park. Nothing. Yeah, it's, uh, nothing. just like you that's know. what I forgot to say too. It's got to be summer. Summer night. There's dude, nothing t-shirt better. like t-shirt, jersey, shorts, beer in like the clear plastic cup, You're, stadium like beer, thirteen bucks. That's yeah. my who cares? idea. You know like, who cares though? At that time, it doesn't matter. Life yeah, is life is life is so good. You go, you smell the the street food. Go like home. Walking, you walk on to Jersey Street. It's summer. Your no. room's your room is warm. Yeah. Okay, here that's Boston and Pittsburgh. Here's my one for Pittsburgh. It's the exact same thing, but you have a houseboat. Have you guys seen those outside uh, the stadiums? Yeah, no, that is my dream, dude. Pull up. Oh, I want to live in. Dude, I want to live in Pittsburgh strictly because of like parking and stuff like that. Think, think about this, because it's right outside the outfield wall of PNC Park is the, like where you can park the boats. By the way, imagine you pull up. You're with your boys. You're with your friends. You're with your family. Whoever, you're partying. You're drinking. The game starts at I don't know. It's like a seven. starts at seven. Seven, seven or seven. You walk. Yeah. You step <laughs> off your boat at six fifty. You're in your seat by the time Ugh. first pitch throws. Then making me want to You go in the game. Life. You, <laughs> you stay and you maybe sing a song in the stands or you maybe have a you take some pictures or do whatever you do. Yeah. Stay in there as long as you want and then boom, you walk outside. There's your freaking house mm. right there. I love Pittsburgh. I think it's you can an, sleep it's, in that. It's thing. an underrated city, I think, and hugely underrated. I think PNC Park is the best park in baseball. I'm a Sox fan, but I think PNC is the best experience. I think Fenway's the best just because it has aesthetic history maybe the, and function, maybe like, like all the, the pageantry together. is yeah. Fenway, but I think like the, the best greatest of all time is Fenway. The like best, the best of all time. Best I would say. building I would agree, is I would agree PNC with you, John. Park. I, I try to say that same PNC argument awesome. with Jordan MJ, and my friends are like, "That makes no sense." No, like, yes, so it absolutely makes sense. The pageantry of Fenway you guys are just Park, Neanderthals. Uh, the pageantry of Fenway Park is the best, but I think building-wise, it's PNC Park. Yeah, because it like theirs is it's like it's it, a retro style ballpark. Yeah, it's but like it's Camden. It's like designed to be right. a kick-ass stadium, and right. it is like. And you have the view of the city of Pittsburgh in right center field. It is fantastic. That's unbelievable. We, we we went to a game last. Like last semester, two semesters ago in April, the, we watched the fireworks. It when was does, awesome. When does WU play Pitt there? That's like next week. April nineteenth, right? I'll be there. Or no, okay, so not next week. I'll be in weeks. the press box for that. So uh, that'll be yeah, fun. I don't know. I don't think I'm working that one, but I will be. There I kind of want to go just as a pedestrian. PA and so U ninety two. I think I'll be for both. I think. I think this is speculation. This is speculation. But I think so. Um, 
So yeah, I think I think PNC and Fenway at the top. I totally. Know, I know people love Camden Yards. I've been to Camden Yards. Has it's been a while. I've never. I think I'm gonna go. I want to try to go either this spring or summer because my roommate uh, is from around. I would Baltimore, love to go there. So. I'd love to go back to. Um, Let's go, A's. I'd love to go back to uh, Citizens Bank again. I'd like to see that. Which one's that again? Phillies. Phillies. Yeah, I'd like yeah. To go yeah. back to that one. I'd like to go back to Philadelphia. Uh, Zoo. Yeah, I'd like to go back there. Uh, I'd li- I'm going to Cincinnati in a few weeks. Um, it's a nice stadium. Go to that stadium. Have what ones there? haven't you been hit there? Been in L.A. Or no, you've hit. You've been to 17? 17 of 30. That will be 18 of 30. I'll have 12 left. I have to do both Missouris, both Floridas, both Texases. i got to do two Californias, uh, Mariners, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Twins. Angels? Yeah, those are the two Californias. Oh, yeah. A's and I, I've done the National League California teams. I've not done the American League ones. Um, oh, who else am I forgetting? I don't know. There's, there's a few. Yeah. Um, that's sweet. Yeah. Like that's one. I like. I know. Like a lot of people kind of like make that one of their goals. I think that's like one of the coolest. I, things. Th- I just like, thought you know, like you could do football stadiums and all that, but like baseball is the more most manageable. unique. Yeah, yeah. It's easier and it's the most unique. That's where the 162 games definitely helps. Is you yeah. can get tickets. See, well, like I'm the, fine with 162 games. Like it's the cool thing about baseball is you don't have to be constantly be paying attention to it. You can go zone yeah. in and out. Like I'll go. It's just so many. Like why not a hundred? Like I think a hundred. Would do it. I don't know. It's just that's part of the game. It's such a slow paced, not super exhausting game that they make it more challenging by making 162 games. Um, yeah, I mean, that's think about 82 hockey games, like how exhausting that's got to be. Yeah. And then you make 162 baseball games. You can play two baseball games in a day. You can't do that in other sports. So I think that's why they put have so many games. I don't mind it. Because uh, I like how it goes from spring to fall. I think that it's cool. It's a long season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you have it all summer, which is great. Going to the ballpark in the summer, as Declan said, it's one of the best things ever in life. Yeah, I like, want to. It's one of the best things. It's going to be hard not to do that every single night if I live in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get the Sox 9, the Student 9 tickets. How does that work? You just got to sign up online. They, I got a text from them yesterday. They're like, but I, I won't be to start soon. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Like, mm. <laughs> I got to get up there. My friend who goes to school in Boston is like, hey, we got to go. I was like, yeah, I'll be home this weekend. Yeah. But this I think, weekend? Yeah, I'll be home this weekend. Mm. Um, I think I'll be doing something Saturday, though, because obviously I can't go Sunday because I have to come back to school. But And then <laughs> Friday, they're not playing. I'll be going home Thursday, which I guess I'll have to watch opening day from the car, which kind of sucks. That's, that's a bummer. But I'll try and leave early Thursday so then I can catch, you know, other games. But yeah. Um I think that about does it. Baseball. Baseball. Opening day. I could talk another two hours, but <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we're gonna be doing. Uh but that has been episode. You sure you know you guys don't want a four hour podcast? Fans out there, let us know. At some point we could. But <laughs> I, th- tonight is not gonna be the night for yeah, that. That would be the night that we uh you know. Yeah, had to do some preparation. For <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna do it for episode six of Solving the World podcast. Uh, thank you, know, you for listening. Thank you for thank listening. You, I'm Jonathan Hamilton. I'm Joel Butcher, and I'm Declan Condon. Thanks for listening. We'll see you see next you time on Solving the World. <laughs> Mm-hmm.